You're about my height, or maybe taller than me. How tall are you? But just, I was gonna say six feet, but I'm under six feet, five eleven. Well, you know what's so funny? I, I, I actually sometimes. No, I'm not even a half. I'm five eleven. Okay. When I like when I was younger, I would get drunk at bars, and then I would just lie to men about how tall. I'd be like, I'm like six one. How tall are you? And they'd be like, No, I'm, I'm, I'm six I'm, <laughs> or yeah, or no, what is it? And I'd be like, Well, you know, I'm like much shorter than you, sisters. Or no, what was it? What did I say? I, t- I would, I would lie to say I was shorter. I was drunk when I did this. Yeah, it's okay. Like, you know, you'd be like, oh, I'm 5'8". And they'd be like, oh, wait a second. Oh, they'd be the no. same height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I would say like, yeah, I'm 5'7 or something like that. And they'd be like, we're the same height. And I'd be like, well, I'm 5'7 and you're the same height as me. So you're not, you're not 5'11. <laughs> you're 5'7. The best is when people say that, like I'm six feet. I was like, nah, I'm not six feet. I know I'm not. And I won't lie to say I'm six feet either. I'll like, I'm an honest 5'11. <laughs> and people be like, oh, I'm six feet. I'm like, uh, no, you're not, man. We're the same height. Like, we're eye to eye here. Like, maybe with your Timberland boots and your insoles, you're six feet, but let's get serious, man. You're not. Well, what's the point? It's just the number. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Funny enough, obviously, you guys wouldn't know this because you guys are, you know, together. <laughs> but for single people like me and Danny and a lot of my our, our listeners, Hinge put out a stat saying that 80% of women have their height, like, restrictions set to over six feet on hinge mm. now if you think about it there's only like i think in north america it's like 15 percent of the male yeah. population is over six feet so these women are literally cutting down their potential mates to 15 percent of the population and what's ironic is that i feel like women my height and like taller those are the ones with like no height restrictions a lot of my exes have been shorter than me because like i really don't at a certain point yeah you don't care and i feel like tall men don't care either do you care? I don't know. Did you care? Care about height? Uh, about my own height? Or no, not obviously. <laughs> Why would you care about your own height? You're like 6'5", man. I wouldn't care either if I was 6'5". No, but like when you were dating previously, yeah, did you I, care about height? No, I mean, uh, no. He's I like, didn't, fuck, I, didn't I gotta really watch what I say here. Right? Too much. It, it was, you know, it was just about who I was dating and if I liked her. Or, okay, that's fair. That's an honest you know, answer. Like, so my best friend's 5'2", maybe 5'1", and she'll only date a guy 6'2", up. And I'm like... A foot taller than you. Who are you? I'm five six, and I'm like running into issues. Oh, are we talking about VM? Vicky? Yeah. Vicky, I'm calling you out right now. I hope you're listening. <laughs> it's always. I'm sorry, sorry, Vicky. It's always the shortest girls that have the height. They're like, I will never ever, and I'm like, I. How? It's it's so Doesn't funny to say because it's literally so true. Um, well, you guys were obviously both models, tall, yeah. beautiful people. You guys met in New York. Yes. And I, do yes. you know what's the best part? I read this. I want to know the story about how you guys met on the subway. Like, I, I need to know this. <laughs> because that doesn't happen anymore. This is out of a movie. It's a Lamborghini's dream. Literally. Like, really? my, my dream is to, like, meet someone organically like that. Like, I'm just sitting on the subway, like, you know, scrolling through TikTok. And the love of my life just sits down beside me. It's like, hey. That's so funny. Because I actually remember you saying that in one of your podcasts. You were saying that you wanted to meet organically. And I was like, yeah. he's going to be so jealous meeting us. That's, that's why exactly I, I, I want to hear this story. <laughs> I, I need to hear the story. So. Who does a better job of telling it? Because obviously you've told it. Oh, I, I think it varies, but I, I think Madison does a great job of telling it. So I'm gonna throw it over. Smart to you. man, eh? Smart <laughs> man. He knows. Eh? He knows. It's kind of convoluted, but basically, uh, I was doing a job that was a fashion parody show. Okay. If that makes sense, it's, and it was really hard to explain. So my agent was trying to explain it to me, and she's like, "You know what? Just watch an episode." So I just watched an episode. He was in it, and I found this out way later for sub ten seconds. Fast forward, um, I'm at the subway. I'm in this weird spot where if he like even moves for a little bit or if I move, he'll see that I'm there, right? I know I know him from somewhere. 
I'm like, I don't remember where I know this guy from. And if you've ever met any attractive men, you know, because you're attractive, like the more attractive a guy is, the worse he is, like as a person. Like just, especially Rude. with male models, like immediately <laughs> you, male see, models, I'm okay. you see a male model and you're like, I already know I don't like you. It's like, you have to kind of prove that you're not the worst person I've ah, ever so met he, in my you life. You know he did well here. So he was like <laughs> so gorgeous. Battle. I was like, this guy, I don't even remember him. Like, I don't remember where I met him, but he's stunning. So he's probably just the worst, but I'm only going to be on the subway for two stops. So I'll just t- chat with him for two stops and I never have to talk to him again. Um, and then obviously I went up to talk to him and he's like, yeah, I've literally never met you in my life. So I was standing there like, wait, so you went up to him because I saw him in a video. Well, I do want to chime in and say that <laughs> she like, she was saying that she couldn't not talk to me, okay. but that's because I, I saw her and I kind of put position myself <laughs> next to her. You know, I, I body like, language, you got, you got, you got to open up the door with the body language. Like know? if we're across the room, it's going to be hard to talk. Right. So yeah, I put man. myself next to her. I, respect it okay well ironic because actually now that i think about it you always say that like when you first saw me how unappealing i was (laughs) i did not say that yeah with my coat and you said i I mentioned i didn't like your coat (laughs) i never said you were unappealing i thought you were very as he gazes into her eyes oh i love this um what was the opener I God, I can't remember. It was like, hey, remember? <clears throat> no, I, I, I really. Was it something she like generically? Like, hey, I, I, I remember. I mean, okay, I, I, okay. So she asked me. She's like, uh, hey, have I met you before? Classic. Did, or she was like, did I just meet you at a casting? Yeah, that's and a classic line. But I, I you knew I, he was I, a model. Did I just meet you at a casting? Loki's telling him that you're a model too. And so yeah, I mean, I, I kind of <laughs> thought she was hitting on me or something, and I was. She like, was. I've never. I'm pretty sure I've never met you in my life. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing, because I, I like I like I didn't even want to talk to this guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. You think I think he's an asshole done. already. I was, I'm already like not wanting to talk to him. I'm heading home from a job. I'm tired. And I'm like, I'll just do this for two stops and we're going to talk, I guess. Small talk. It was past the time. Yeah. And then, and then he like, no then cell phone I, service I look down like there an either. idiot. You know, I'm yeah. like, and then it's, then it makes it, he makes it look like I'm hitting on him. It makes me feel like I'm hitting. On, I'm just like, I'm like on the wrong foot, totally off bait. I just like, I, I'm like, I hate this so much. But we had a really nice conversation. In those two well, stops. For those two I'm, stops. I'm assuming that you guys <laughs> had a nice conversation. I, we're I here right now. Yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I just remember thinking, like, this girl's very different. You okay. know, something really interesting about her. Okay. And she's, she carries the conversation very well, so. She's like, I, yeah, I don't remember it like that. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? I feel like every time, back in the day when you used to describe me, I used to think to myself, like, God, like, when we move to Canada eventually, he's going to realize, like, there's a whole country of us. And like he just picked like the first one he met, and then he's gonna get there and be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> the mic's closer oh, to both yeah, of you. Sorry. Daniel's got a face for radio, so I know he should be have more uh, <laughs> more training with this. <laughs> um, okay, so from there, this two stop conversation, we're talking five minutes, left a good impression on you. You were kind of up in the air at this point, or? No, like, I where really did we, liked How did we get he, here from there? He really, it was so engaging immediately. I don't remember what he said. I think I asked, I asked him, I was like, what's it like? Or how do you like living in New York? And he just answered really honestly. He's like, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I'm like rethinking it. And he just was like really vulnerable, which is so funny because immediately <laughs> he stopped being vulnerable like from then for like two years. <laughs> but he was really vulnerable when he answered. What about you? Like, are you vulnerable like when you meet people like um, that? I'm a pretty open book. So like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm vulnerable, but I'm an open book. Like I'm pretty, like what you see is what you get when you meet me. Like I'm exactly, 
in a month from now, in a year from now, in five years from now, I'll be the exact same person. Are you sure about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe not 100% sure, but like in, in a relationship, like I don't change. Like I'm, I'll be the guy that still makes time for my friends, still makes time for my family, has my partner time. Like I do, I don't really change my core characteristics for when I date people. So like oh. when you first date, the what I'll be like on the a hundredth date is still the exact same. So it's like a, a bonus. It was like a turn on or a turn off, well, depending it, it, on how the yeah, date feels, like, right? It sounds like it's a good thing because he's you know, it sounds like the perfect Can't be that good friend. I'm, si- I'm still single. Well, I guess for you, like, you know, it was a, would be a negative if it, that was you. Because yeah, I was like, thanks. I kinda hated you when I first Okay, <laughs> what was the first date then? I, I love hearing first date stories. Oh yeah. So our first date I get like it was kind of a date, not a date. She kept asking me if it was a date. And I kept telling her or, or saying like, I don't, I don't She's know. She's pissed now. You're like, oh, like, you know, let's not put a label on things. We're, we're, we're eating, we're eating sushi. That's what it is. You got some. I, I, no, no. I just like, I don't know. Okay. Maybe this is the thing. I just, I was talking to a friend of mine. If a guy has commitment issues, it's like, I'm just like really not that person to like help them through it. I'm out. Like, yeah, no, I agree. But my <laughs> vagina is like closed up and sorry. And just like, I'm, I'm out. I'm not interested. I don't want to do it. Apparently not. So if you won't Apparently even say if it's a date, I'm like, it's not a should date. I just leave? Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in this okay, anymore. Okay, so what kept you? What kept you? He, like, he finally said it was a date. He's just like, okay, this could I be did? a date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I feel like we're saying, reliving this. I don't remember <laughs> ever saying it was a date. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, you were like, it, it maybe But you know a date. what? She, like, she kept up with me at sushi. Like, we were having all-you-can-eat sushi, and she, I think she kept up with me bite for bite. Let me ask you, is it attractive when a woman can eat? I mean, I... <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to I talk about it in a broader context, because I think it was attractive that she was herself. Yeah. Like, you know, unabashed. She was like, I'm going to eat. I don't give a, you know, a crap what you think. Love it. I, I went on a date once where a girl, we ordered pizza, and she cut the pizza with a fork and knife. And I was like, is that actually how you eat yeah, pizza? If that's how she eats pizza, wait, what are you going to say? Wait, so I asked her, is that how you eat pizza? She goes, no, but like, I just don't want to get my hands dirty. I was like, eat with your hands. This is how we eat pizza. If that's how you eat it, oh, you don't want to get your hands dirty. Just go to the bathroom and wash your hands after. No I big deal. I have a lot of friends that can't eat on like the first couple dates. They get scared. No, like oh my God. Order eat. that Big Mac, burger, French fries, everything. They forget how to eat. <laughs> I love when they go home and eat. <laughs> yeah. So it's like almost like being self-conscious about yeah, eating. Yeah, it's just self-conscious. So shockingly, I used to do that. Like when I first started dating after my ex, I eat a lot, like an insane amount of food. So I would eat before I went on a date because I also can't leave leftover f- food on the table. Yeah. Like it's just like, it bothers me to see leftover food. Like Danny, when we went for dinner yesterday with your family, uh, with your mom and like all those girls, and they're taking away all these plates with like half the plate left inside. I'm like, oh my God. Why don't you finish it? <laughs> Because I, they're not my friends. They're your friends. If that was my friends, I'd be like, guys, none of you let them take the server. Don't touch any of those plates. You are better than me. We were, I will box everything, run home, put it, bring it back home, and then come back. We went I can't to leave a, food left over. We went to like a dinner with, uh, I think, our, like our realtor and her husband. And then her husband ate half the fish and chips. And he was like, I'm done now. I literally was like, I'll eat them. Like, take them back. Yeah. <laughs> I like, like everybody. I eat so embarrassing. So much. I like thought about it later and I was like, why did I do that? Yeah. You know what? You're yourself. That's all that matters. Man, I, I agree. I, I'll, yeah, I used to eat before a first date because I didn't want to overeat on the day because I'm like, this girl's going to see me just scarfing down food. Like, hey, are you done with that? Let me, do you mind? 
So no, that's attractive because like as a woman, you're like, I want to, I want to like feed you. Man, I think <laughs> it's so attractive when women eat on a date. Like when a girl orders the same as me and like actually eats it. In other words, like girl, a girl being like, I'm so hungry. Like okay, I'll have like a small side salad. I just ordered a steak with like extra potatoes and three desserts, and you're having a side salad. And then stealing. And then a I'm stealing. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, the girl's like, yeah, can I get a salad? Hold the dressing. No chicken. No bacon. No. And I'm like, oh come on. Like let's. Me and one of my exes actually over Christmas break, well, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, we went on a, a tour to find the best burger in Toronto. We had 14 burgers in 16 days. What was the best one? Um, so the best burger, in our opinion, at the time, we decided Burger Priest was the best burger. Okay. But the best burger joint as a whole was Five Guys because it gave you that old school diner vibe, the free peanuts, the free uh, refills on the drinks. Have, like, did you go to like... Cabanos, Burger Drop. So this yeah. is like ten years ago, we're okay, like okay. twenty twelve. So we did, uh, we did Licks, because that was a big one. Um, we did this one like charcoal burgers on uh, Caledonia and like Dufferin or something. We did Burger Priest. We did Five Guys. We did Holy Chucks. We did a, a bunch of them. Like yeah. this is ten years ago. It's not like there's like burger places like popping up left, right, and center like there yeah. is now. But we did a good amount of like the cool ones, like Blog To's ten best burgers. We did them. We drove. Like at one point I remember driving 45 minutes to eat a burger. I'm like, this is kind of crazy, but it was hot, man. I was like, yo man, this is like a person I care. Like I love, and we're just crushing burgers all Christmas break. One of them, we had to wait up for burger priest in the East end. We waited outside in the cold to line up to get this burger. And that's why we didn't rate it. Number one is because we had to eat in the car and eating <laughs> in the car bothers me. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Low key. Like eating, taking food to go bothers me. Eating in the car is like, Second to taking food to the go. I need to eat food where it's meant to be eaten, which oh, is no, no, in no. me and my friend used to go around university and like that was our thing. We'd go get food, sit in the car and eat it, and that was our favorite thing to do. No. No. <laughs> oh my god, and I have black leather, so it's like your greasy fingers <laughs> touching my fucking know, console and shit. I, I think for me it's like I need to eat food when it's hot. That oh god, yeah. Like as like, soon as it comes out of the kitchen, I want it in my mouth. He gets really upset when he's like it he I like sometimes I'm like, isn't this good? He's like, would have been good if it was hot. <laughs> like, you know what? COVID, the sass, eh? The attitude. <laughs> COVID helped a lot of restaurants. Some people got better at like keeping their food hot because of the delivery takeout. It's all yeah. they could do. Mm. Well, did you notice make um McDonald's is what used to be the worst for their French fries because they would get like soggy. They still are. Mm. They still are. <laughs> but this is my exactly my point. Like I'll never Uber eats McDonald's ever. But you know what happens? We all got we all got air fryers, so now it's fine. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Very true. Fixes okay, everything. I need to get back. I I kind of took the story on a thing. So first day. <laughs> no, this was, is food. This is an important topic. It, oh, and this is a good segue. If you know, it's a good segue. <laughs> um, first date was sushi. Yep. Uh, you were impressed that she kept up with you. Yeah. conversation obviously it it's kind of evolved from there sort so of. this was Has it? <laughs> <laughs> this is in new york right so what, what year are we in by the way yeah this is 2014 oh okay. wow yeah he has all the dates he knows how old our kid is he knows I when we I, met I would, he knows i know how old he is too but but she knows the milestone she's like oh yeah right now he's going through this and i'm like oh, oh yeah. yeah okay <laughs> it's like th this is uh this is the like tantrum period I, I that's true i do know all the periods <laughs> See, for you, it's like you know all the dates and the months and how old he is and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're in 2014, first date. You guys are both working as models in New York. Where, where does it go from there? You guys said, obviously, first date goes well. She can eat sushi. He's not an asshole model like I thought he was. We're going. We're on date two, three, five, ten, seven, blah, blah, blah. We assuming move in together in New York? 
Yeah, yeah we moved we, in after like two months. Okay, so it's quick. You guys obviously knew you guys were the, each other's ones, so that's good. Sort of. We're like, it's so weird. We're we're such big opposites, and I think if we like, we were just talking about this yesterday. Like all of your exes, you're pretty like, you know, good relationships with, and same with me. I like never fought with any of my exes, and him and I are just like. We fight regularly. Like we have like our regularly scheduled. <laughs> I appreciate fights. the honesty. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like you know what, you didn't you didn't do the bed properly today. That's it. Today's the day we're going on it. Oh, that's actually no, that's super accurate. And like you know, I think sometimes we'll even I even think to myself, I'm like, well, we haven't fought in a while. So this is like, I think this is this is like our big monthly fight. Yeah, it, there's almost like a buildup. I mean, I want to <laughs> say there's like some kind of gauge, right, where maybe there's like a emotional fullness and then it kind of gets empty and you know you kind of feel it getting there and you're like what's going on are we where are we right now and then sometimes you add like (laughs) hunger into that and stress from work and other things and it just like all explodes where are we right now we're like in the middle i know i was really snippy to this morning i'm sorry i was snippy too i'm very sorry i feel like you're you're like the calm cool collected one and she's like the the hot spicy one that's just like which is today's so funny. the day everyone would assume that was well, it the opposite right. everyone no they're not everyone constantly says <laughs> this like this is the fight Let's I, well i talk about so much because like daniel is like such uh in a positive way like an emotional person like he's that's really true emotional and he gets really like sensitive in a good way and like passionate and Emo- i think yeah, when most people emotional. meet him they just assume that he like sits there quietly in the corner while i like <laughs> scream at him but it's like it's like no i wouldn't say the opposite you don't like scream at me while i'm in the corner or anything but like <laughs> <laughs> but like i feel like we like scream at each other yeah we scream at each other but, but it's like love it's like oh i hate you okay God, i love you i'll see you to be 15 i'll be back like <laughs> No, we get we get pretty angry at each other. I don't know. Well, anyways, my point being is is that I feel like I've we've never I've never had a more difficult but rewarding relationship in my life. Okay, that's a it's nice kind one. of like when we had Jun. Everything was so difficult, but it was like it was the worst time of our life and the best time of our life. High risk, high <laughs> reward. Exactly. <laughs> Makes sense. That's I think it is like it. arguably the biggest thing to happen in your life. Yeah. Actually, I don't even think it's arguable. I think it's the biggest thing to happen in your life, right? And then finding your partner, right? Yeah, find your partner, and then having a child is, you know, you don't carry it around for nine months for it not to be the biggest thing in your life. Yeah. But also, like, I feel like the the fights make it, you you invest more. Every time you fight, you learn so much, right? Yeah. And you appreciate the highs. Like, when you're not fighting and you're like, everything's good, you're like, oh, this is so nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and I think we usually <laughs> we, we're, we're usually fighting about things that we're both passionate about, and you know, like we we fight to make our to improve our lives and our relationship and to get closer, but we're not always great about how we go about it. So That's then, fair. you know, then we end up fighting, right? Yeah, yeah, didn't we read somewhere that like you don't like a big misconception is that you fight to fight, but you're really fighting for something you want, whether it's you want a closer connection or you want like them to care about you more or you want something to change. And even if you're screaming about like dishes or you're, you know, like jealousy or something stupid like that, it's still at the end. It's what it's about wanting to make your relationship better. I read a a blog post recently. I don't know how I ended up on it, but it was like some woman's blog. And it talked about how if you don't fight with your partner, it means you don't love them because you fight for the things you care about and you don't fight for the things you don't care about. Yeah. If it doesn't mean anything to you, you don't fight for it because it doesn't mean anything. So you just let it go and, and kind of carry on. 
But when you care about something, you fight for it because it's worth fighting for. Something like cheese and lime. It was a good article. I read it like a quick like minute read or something, two minute read. But yeah. like, it makes sense, right? You think yeah. about it. You're not fighting for, I don't know, you steal my cookies. Okay, no big deal. I'm not going to start a fight over it because... <laughs> Don't care about the cookies. Like, you still somebody sure? care about. Yeah, <laughs> You're talking Depen- about the most. Dep- depends <laughs> on how hungry I am. Depends on how hungry I am. Um, okay, so let's, let's back to New York. We're fighting, but we're getting along. We moved in together. Yeah. Where Where do we get to today? How does g- give me the 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 emotional or not the emotional? Give me the, <laughs> the physical the, time the summary. Well, it, it's it's been a pretty windy, like, crazy path, right? Hun? Just yeah, I mean a lot of things. Like we we. We had some plans, but like how we got here was such a mis- mishmash of weird events that have happened yeah. and opportunities and, you know, just, yeah, just luck and, and chance. And I would say quick timeline is like we moved in together after two months. Um, we got in, we got married after two years. I think right before that. New York wedding or? Uh, we got married in the courthouse in okay. New York and then. Uh, for visa reasons just to get things going and then um then we moved to toronto at right after that and then we uh got had our second wedding in king carden and like bruce oh yeah yeah up north yeah because i used small wedding a small relatively it felt really big but it was like 75 people okay what's the nice size the people you care about are there yeah and i want to i want to say madison had a lot of this was like madison's plan yeah you know she was the one that was driving us towards all these goals that she had because you were you were loxy days ago, you know. Is it? Are we getting married? Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Is this, is this a marriage? <laughs> is this yeah. a marriage? Yeah. I don't, do you want to call <laughs> one? Well, I have a ring, so. <laughs> it's like, am I? Pro- did you? Am I proposing now? Later. <laughs> well, he wanted to move to the country, and I'm like always, always have been, always will be a city girl. And I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm living in the country. And even if I did live in the country, it wouldn't be in the country in the states ever. So he bought a house in the country in the states. We like she kind let of me do it. <laughs> and then and then we fought about it after. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a really big fight. <laughs> well, because I thought like, oh, it no about matter it. what. So I was like, fine, I give up then. And then after he did it and he's just like and then I was like, Well, I don't like it. And he was like, What are you talking about? Like you said it was I was like, I you said I you said you could no- do it. I didn't say I was gonna like that you did it. <laughs> exactly. it was so, like, I, I learned a big you. lesson that day. Yeah. <laughs> But it ended up being like a really big blessing. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. We did that. And then we decided to move to Canada um, because I wanted to have kids. And I just didn't want to have kids yeah. in the States. I wanted to like... That's fair. Like a Universal salmon. Health care. In, you in know, a, like salmon, it, they f- like swim home to drop their eggs. Well, well, in addition to... What was, what was the thing on the first uh, the first date you told me? I wanted to have kids and I wanted to have right, them in right. Canada. So in addition to being able to keep up with me eating, she, she told me like her two deal breakers on her first date. <laughs> Okay, what, which I respect that. <laughs> I do respect that. The deal breakers were. And I want, want to have kids. kids. I want to be a mom, and I want to have them in Canada. That's fair. Well, what, what are you. your deal breakers? <laughs> That's a great question. I I don't know. What are your this deal guy, breakers? This guy's just so chill. He's like, I don't really have any. You um, could have some. I, I have like a handful of like really ridiculous ones. <laughs> let's hear. <laughs> like, yeah, let's hear. well, I have like serious ones. I have my ridiculous ones. So, like my ridiculous ones are like you can't squeeze toothpaste from the middle. <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally the bane of my existence i actually almost dumped one of my like long-term girlfriends because of it <laughs> i gave her one i was like i wake up in the morning i'm dead tired and i come to the bathroom and i see this crumply ass toothpaste <laughs> and i actually just want to like yell and i remember the exact i was living at just down the street from here 300 front street and she had slept over because she was still living at her family house she'd sleep over because i was like a five minute walk to her work so she'd sleep over like three times a week and one morning i get there and then the night before i told her I'm like please don't do that 
either put it take get your own put it in your drawer because she had her own drawer or squeeze it from the bottom like a normal human <laughs> the next i kid you fucking not the next morning i wake up and it's just crumpled there lying with the cap half on Ooh. And I'm like, she fucking did this on purpose. Yeah, that has to be purposeful. She fucking did it on yeah. purpose. I literally texted her. I was like, you're joking, right? And she goes, what? Did I leave the door unlocked? So, something like ridiculous. Like, oh, did, did I did I leave the top on? I was like, I just remember te- texting her a picture. This is like Blackberry Bold days or something. I remember texting her a picture <laughs> of it. And I'm like, you did this purposely. She goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I swear I didn't mean to. Like, I'm so, it'll never happen again. I was like, I'm literally about to lose my mind right now. <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh, she, I don't understand why she you're so mad. No I was like, idea. this is not the fucking time to say, I don't know why you're so mad. Like, <laughs> flipped the switch on her. I was like, I was, oh. So from that moment on, she didn't, we ended up breaking up later for other reasons. <laughs> for uh, that's other non toothpaste related Yeah, reasons. that's one of them. Uh, like, hair in the sink. That just it drives me nuts. Hair in the sink. Mm. I understand women got hair, they shedding and whatever. And same with beard hair. Like, you trim your beard or something, you know, wipe it down, clean it. If there's like an odd one, no big deal. But I had um, one ex too that she'd take out, like, Clean the thing and just be like there. I was like, ah, uh, that's another one. I kind of bigger one. Yeah, I'd want to have kids. That's a that's a for sure to me. Yeah. Uh, and then I want my either one of us to be a rel- like a part time or a full time like stay at home. Yeah. I like the idea of like a kids being raised by one of us. Um, I have no problem being a stay at home too. Like just for for <laughs> obvious reasons. For advertising reasons. Yeah. No, I um, <laughs> actually got a fight with a girl on a date once. I told her that I'm like, I'd want either me or myself or my partner to stay at home. And she goes, Oh, who, how do you decide this? And well, whoever makes less money. Yeah. She goes, well, why is it whoever makes the money? It should be whoever lo- loves their job less. I was like, that's a very fair point, but loving your job doesn't pay the bills. And like, I have a, I have a relatively expensive lifestyle that I want to live. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to do things with my kids. I want to give my kids all the opportunities I was given. Right. A lot of the opportunities I was given come from money. And I love my job. So I have no problem working. And my wife can, you know, start a business or work at home, e-commerce, teach yoga. I don't even know what she would want to do. But whatever she wants to do, she could do. Or she goes to work, makes lots of money. And I would love, oh my God, love. I would take my kids to school every single day. Then I'd go to the country club or the golf club, <laughs> play golf and pickleball and tennis. Then I would come back. I would make dinner, go pick the kids up. They come back, dinner's made. And then, okay, you know, Jessica and Johnny, we're going to soccer and ballerina. I would, if I had girls, I would learn to ballet so I could help them be better ballerinas. You know what though? Actually, I feel strong we're putting John in ballet because have you ever noticed that like men who were dancers when they were kids learn so quickly how to like, respect women talk to women agree like learn from them like touch them in consensual ways like work with them and i always found like if there was like a straight kid with like that you know that weird age where like opposite ends of the dance floor it's always the boys who dance who just like so comfortable comfortable and they're so kind and like respectful i thought it was gonna be because of like save the last dance or something you know like (laughs) i i can't dance i can't sing discipline and dance too like i grew up a dancer like i danced my whole life and there was only like a couple boys i never got to dance the boy right you never got to dance with a boy not not in my age group right because wow. there's so few right there's so few like I, and imagine the girls that grew up dancing with like chan and tatum or something have, like yeah but the ones that do have they also do a lot better yep they judges love boys and dances well that's what i was also saying. really also a lot of discipline and dance so it's wait like so judges judges treat boys different than girls yeah 100 absolutely that's extremely sexist yeah, yes, isn't it? it is. That's life. Unfortunately, we're what's that, What is it? What's the saying? Like penis don't, point. Don't don't work for this. Wait, what wait, it? what? It's called penis point. <laughs> Shut up. That's not a real thing. 
Well, like, let's say, like, there was, like, two large groups and, like, they're relatively same technical, like, skills, same, like, type of thing. And then they, they had a boy. It's like, okay, you are, they're getting a couple more points than you. They so a boy. is penis points, like, a separate category? No, like, you it's know, just, they, like, it's a, just the, known in the dance world. And you got People three penis it, points on top of that. <laughs> so you're tired, but yeah, they had a boy. From, forget about all that. There's a lot of discipline in dance and yeah. it's great. But I also heard that Ryan Gosling... Uh, then I'd like don't quote me on this or maybe quote me a little bit but like ryan Go- you're already looking well, it no, up that's what she ryan does, gosling right? he uh he got in like a scholarship or whatever he was at a free ride at like dance studios because he was like the only guy and they were like yeah whatever like come for free we well, need well, look a guy at all the mickey mouse club people like think about all them ended up being like huge successful people like justin well maybe not all of them but justin timberlake ryan gosling people forget that he was a dancer yeah uh channon tatum has made a huge career and his he was probably predominantly a dancer i think he was in like save the last dance or one of those uh what's what are they called stomp the art and all oh. no it was save the last step dance up. with step up oh that's yeah, yeah. It. With, um, with what's her name julia styles right no that no, was no, that's, that's save the last save dance, dance. step up is that in Tatum and uh jenna duin yes oh his and that's when they met and got married wife. after yeah. yeah 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 they got married and then they divorced god there were a lot of those movies yes what, what is it? The but there was a, there was like a, I think a Family Guy sketch where they were like, that's the category. It's like, I'm rich, you're poor, let's dance together. That's like the category <laughs> of movie. <laughs> that's literally the definition of Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance, Step Up. up. Oh, Step Up too. I don't think I've watched Step Up. I feel like they made like Dirty Dancing. Oh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty, yeah, yeah that's a big, a big one. Okay, so we're back to, I'm going to reel it back again. So Sorry. We're, <laughs> no, this is, this is what we do on this. This is the best part about this. We get to have conversations. There's no like script either. Um, yeah, so those are some of my deal breakers. Anyway, so you had zero deal breakers, but I love I respect. Wait, you I, no, like I'm some sure I have breakers. some. Probably, I just haven't really thought like you about wouldn't it. date like, like a Nazi, probably. Oh he, yeah, yeah, that's a deal breaker. That's like, hey, I want to date a good person. I don't want to <laughs> date like a, a racist fuck or something, right? Like no, but I I, I want to say I'm pretty open minded, you know. So I, yeah, it's just, I mean, you're dating. I'm like I'm like his worst nightmare. He's like so clean. You've never met anyone cleaner, Daniel. When you were saying all of this like clean stuff, Daniel was just like. That's like, like George. That's like I'm not the cleanest person, but <laughs> George is like a clean. When George comes in here, there's days where I watch George. He'll come in here, but like, we got to clean. I'm like George, it's pretty clean. And his form of clean is just like we got to rearrange and throw out everything. And I was like, we'll come back, and I was like, like half the room is gone. I'm like, what happened? Oh, we didn't need it anymore. I was like, I'm I might have needed it. No, you don't need it. Trust me. I was like, all right, man. I guess I didn't. Need it. That's that's George. He's like he he owns a clean. His family owns a cleaning business. So. Very that's apt. why yeah that makes sense that's why he's very very <laughs> on that so um respect that though that you said that on first date yeah put it out there because again no point wasting anybody's time yeah what's the point that is what's the point, what's the point but anything? also i didn't know it was a date i thought i was just chatting with this guy because he didn't call me for two you? weeks i gave him my number sorry did you not mention that i gave him my number and like he just was like ch- like just chit-chatting with me on over text and i was like okay whatever like, I guess this isn't, like, a relationship thing. Especially in New like York, a, though, too. Like, things move fast there. Two weeks, that's, usually, like, you're, yeah. you're getting married. Yeah, no, exactly. I, no, I, I told you what happened. I mean, I, I was, like, super busy at that time. And then I felt I wanted to text you, but I was, overthink, I was overthinking the text. Oh, that's fair. And then, and then, like, I felt like the moment passed. And I was just like, all right, well, okay, well, that was that. You know? And uh, did But you, here's the thing. I subscribe, fully subscribe to the belief, like, if he wants to, he will. A- I'm someone who's really not attracted. No offense. I mean, well, not no offense because obviously you were attracted. Anyways, but you guys are married, so you yeah. can say whatever you want at this point. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> obviously, you <laughs> you probably like me. I'm hey, sure. B- better late than never. <laughs> but I feel like if someone isn't interested in me, 
I'm not interested in them. Like, like I know some people they're like, there's, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, there's like that chase. I had a friend like the other night, she was saying, Oh, if they're too eager, they're too into me. I'm like, not into it. I'm like, whatever the opposite of that is, that's me. I need the guy to be like super into me. I've had a couple of guys try and pull the like, well, I don't know if I'm like really interested. So I'm like, you know, okay, bye. <laughs> okay. It's the games. Yeah. See, well, I'm, I'm, games. I, just, I can't do like games either. either. Yeah. Ugh. I'm like, I'm very upfront. If I like meet someone, I'm like, I think you're attractive. Yeah. I like your vibe. Let's get to know each other. Yeah, like let's like move straight in. Let's up. like live together. I'll ask someone out within like five <laughs> minutes of meeting them. Like, hey, I met you. Think you're beautiful. You seem you seem fun. Let's go out. Exactly. Like within, I'll do it within like ten messages too. I love that. There we go. But yeah, let's. That's can we go be. for drinks or something? But it's like girls nowadays or women nowadays because we can't say girls because nobody wants to date a girl. You got to date women. Blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> that's why I get on my TikTok all the time. You date girls. You don't date women. That's why you're single. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Oh. Yeah, women, truth but, to that? yeah, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it's women that are sending you these messages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now they're, they're all somehow single too, so fuck me, right? I'm, I'm the one that's a problem. Uh, but no, a lot of times, um, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, women do want the chase. Though. A lot of times, like, literally people be like, you won't message them. They find out you go on a date with someone else, and then they're like, wait, oh, well, you, you stop. I'm like, wait, you didn't respond. Like, straight up. Like, I, I asked you, oh, you gave me, you hearted my message. Yeah. You double tapped my message. Okay, well, I literally said we should go out for drinks next week. How about Thursday? Heart. It's like, is that a is that a yes or is that just you like the idea of me <laughs> asking like, you out? Like a yes. Well, I don't know. It's like you maybe just hey oh yeah cool thanks appreciate that <laughs> appreciate you asking me out appreciate you asking me out good job that, that like, made me feel good yeah that, literally it's like <laughs> it's like oh thanks I appreciate it. you 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 liked my message okay so is that a yes or should I make plans <laughs> I don't know um anyway so. <laughs> we're now we're, ne- we're married now i'm saying works i'm part of this i'm part of this <laughs> i'm in the middle we're all married I, right now are you married yet in this conversation yeah we're married we're, oh no I, no no, no, no we are sort of are. so yeah, now yeah, we're married in, in gray bruce out. not gray bruce we're, yeah, we're married in, bruce. in wait we jumped gonna, forward a lot well we did but we were married in, okay. in new york city and yeah yeah in the corner we moved to toronto for the visa because i was like there's no way that i'm living in the country because you want to have a baby in canada and then that's what we got back to there and then i gave birth uh we were talking about this earlier i gave birth like right at the beginning of the pandemic absolutely horrific so we literally skipped like three years bang yep because you guys were I mean, whatever you know like we fought a lot we went on vacations we worked was, you know there you go that's three well, years right there <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys do while you guys obviously before we get to the main the main topic what did you guys do before so modeling got married still modeling Yep. Are we working? Rent, um, like, what are we doing? Well, when I met Madison, I was um, oh, yeah, I was right. working at a photo studio. I okay. Was, I was um, the assistant to the executive director at the Penumbra Foundation. Okay. It's like an old, it's a it's a photographic like historical photograph uh, photography studio. Um. So yeah, I was doing that and kind of running the the rental st- space. Okay. And, and I was doing really well in my modeling career, and then you, I feel like you thought yours was like kind of coming to a close. Yes. And then you did that, like the rise of the Asian male supermodel shoot. And then his career went like, and then, and then, uh, he, beca- and then I was like, I was like Daniel Liu's girlfriend. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, no longer Madison. I was like, no, but in a good way, like you're just, you just kind of like killed it. And, and then I feel like it introduced him to so many different clients and they all like loved him obviously cause look at him. And then, um, and then he was in that Marvel movie and then, uh, I think, you know, we're here now, but that's like his career, his modeling career. When we were still in New York, he started taking up woodworking 
Yeah, it was kind of an extension of photography for me. Um, in, in yeah, you're gonna have to explain <laughs> that one to me because I don't, I don't, I don't draw that line. <laughs> yeah. How is woodworking an extension of photography? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, no one's ever really asked uh, every, me that. Yeah, before. <laughs> everyone I've said that to, they're always like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I get a cr- creativity, like the but creative. Yeah, it, it's, it's really just a creative okay, okay, angle, like you know, the photography. You're composing things on two D. Uh, you're making 3D images look beautiful in 2D or compelling or, you know, okay. uh, evoking emotion and then taking that into something tangible, a little more tangible. Um, I mean, obviously with photography, you can you can print things and it's tangible, but building things that are functional, you know, and designing things that are functional and kind of can, you know, say something or make you feel a certain way or help oh, your life. Sense. You know? Were you good? Uh, <coughs> well, the photography, obviously you were good. The woodworking, were you good? Uh, <laughs> okay, Daniel's like such a perfectionist And he has this really irritating habit Of like picking up anything And immediately being amazing at it Almost everything It's just super irritating he's, he's got that skill? I, I don't necessarily think that's true But I can like obsess Modest. about things And really focus And, and kind of like just well, Obsess you know, about things You'll do like six hours of research a day For like two weeks Like before you even touch anything So then like the first time he does something It's already perfect Because he already like just did Way too much research no, It wasn't perfect it, 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 it's, it's a lot of practice though oh I, I'm humble, the opposite humble. I'm like I see some Okay I'm not I'm throwing out the manual Okay let's just play with this thing Figure it out Me too And yeah, then I like fail at it yeah, immediately And, and, and I'm like I hate too. this Well yeah No see I can't I can't give up Because I'm like I, I need up. to figure this stupid Unless I it's a Rubik's Cube You cannot make an Ikea furniture And the instructions are right there There's like three bolts I'm like, oh, I think I need six. Yeah, it's weird how many of your <laughs> like friends how? I've like helped build things for, and I'm not a handyman at all. <laughs> but I've I've helped your friends a lot of yeah. times. We won't mention the times, but um, okay. So woodworking, <laughs> then your kind of career. So the woodworking was before the 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 re rise of the career. It was it was kind of during, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just I just really wanted to. I don't know. I felt like pulled in that direction, and because well, your dad was like is so handy in that way, and I think <coughs> this is my own personal like armchair psychologist feeling. It's like I think he at that time in his life, I think you really started to I like especially ironic because like the rise of the Asian male supermodel. I think you started to really reconnect with your roots, uh, not only like your um, cultural roots, but like your roots with your family, your sisters, um, like everybody, and I think you really started to just kind of like reinvest your time back into that in, in every aspect of your life. Well, I think you, you had a big part in that as well. Like How? You, you, you really, well, like Madison, she's so caring and loving, like always giving, right? And she, she really made me feel safe and loved, like no matter what, so I could kind of go and explore these things and, you know. It's awesome. That's nice to hear. And, and <laughs> I like, you, I I, I, maybe you were like, le- what is that saying? Like leading the, the horse to The fight meter's going down something? right now. Right? <laughs> the fight meter's slowly coming back down. She's like... I don't feel the urge to pick a fight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, brownie points. Yeah. Um, okay, so the rise of the the rise of the male Asian supermodel. Yeah. Did I get that right? No, yeah. but that's fine. I thought that was close. Per- no, isn't low. that perfect? No, Asian male supermodel, Asian not male, supermodel. male Asian supermodel. Oh, okay. Asian male oh, okay. Okay. It's like so close. What? what <laughs> tell us about matter. that because obviously, like your you know model, it, may, it makes sense. How did it start? How does it, give us the background on that? Oh, that was uh, that was a pretty big surprise for me because yeah. I think I just went to go shoot with Idris and Tony, these two photographers in New York, uh, great photographers, and I thought it was like a casting. Um, they took a couple portraits and then you know said like, "Hey, it was great seeing you. Have a, have a wonderful day." I was like, "Hey, cool. Like, hope to see you guys soon." And then I think maybe a year or two later, uh, the the editorial came out, and then 
it was like this big thing. And you so, had no idea. I, yeah, I had no idea that, that like that was actually part of it. I yeah, thought, I thought no, it, was it, was, it came out of the blue. It was like really surprising. And uh, it's kind of cool mean, though. But you looked amazing in it, uh, obviously. I think, and and yeah, it was like I think it just started getting. You know those pictures that just kind of like people start saving or like using on Pinterest. It was like one of those. You know, like everyone loved it, and you know everyone was like, "Who is that guy?" You're like, "That's my guy." <laughs> And then uh, the Marvel movie. Yeah. We love to talk about that. What, what, why, why are you pointing at me? You, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Well, it was him in the Marvel yeah. movie. Okay. <laughs> um, you what? mentioned it. Okay. So I gave, after I gave birth, uh, he was, how old was he? He was six months old. It was like five months old when we started the process. But basically, as it turns out, the short form is, is they were looking for, it was in the Shang-Chi movie with Simu Liu. Yeah, yeah. And Daniel, at the beginning of the movie, I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And you saw him, like, get out of the car. I can't remember. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's, like, really quick. So, right at the beginning of the film, it's, like, uh, this guy, like, you know, Simu's, like, you know, doing push-ups at home. And then it, like, cuts to, like, you know, a foot stepping out of, like, a cool vehicle. And then you pan up and you're supposed to think it's going to be Simu. And then it's Daniel. And then Daniel, like, throws his keys at Simu Liu. I think I do remember that scene. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. So apparently they had like put together a mood board of like who they wanted and Daniel was kind of all over it, but they were casting in Australia. So they cast in Australia and they couldn't find anyone. And then they cast in Asia and they couldn't find anyone. And then they started to cast in North America and they were like, wait a second, this guy all over our mood board, like he's in North America. Why don't we just get that guy? Why did we have to cast? So they like basically called him and they were like, can you just like send us some photos? Also, can you come to Australia for like a month? It was like during during the pandemic too. It was like hard. <laughs> to get it was Australia. so crazy just getting over there. Yeah, Isn't it like a two week quarantine, like each way. Yeah. There, there was a two. Yeah, each way. Uh, yeah, it, and a long flight. And it was a six month. Um, when, when I went to the airport, it was it was crazy. It was like almost out of a movie. Like uh, they had plastic sheeting covering everything, and it was really there was like no one there. So Nightmare fuel. I, I, I texted my agent a picture of the place, and it's like you know just like out of a out of a movie. And isn't it, wasn't it like when you, he actually like missed one of his flights because the, uh, like the steward, like the, the flight, I don't want to say attendant, but she was wrong because the only people like technically who were allowed to fly to Australia were like Australian citizens and that's it. But Daniel had a special clearance from like the governor of like the province. And then because that, like that, that flight, that flight lady, like she had no, had not met anyone who had to do that. She was like. Oh, no, you don't have to fill this out. That's fine. And then you ended up missing a flight because you were supposed to fill it out. Yeah. Yeah, my <sighs> friend got stuck in Australia for like two years. Couldn't see her family. Are you serious? She, moved there. she met her boyfriend here in Toronto during school. They ended up moving to Australia together because he's from there. His visa was up there. She went there, used her visa, and then she ended up extending it. And then because of everything with right. COVID, if she came back, if he couldn't leave. Right. So if she came home, she could have gone back, but he wasn't allowed to leave. So it was going to be like, I think a year or something. So she ended up staying there, missing like her niece's birth. And who is this? My friend Simona, who's in town right now, actually. They're both here. <coughs> yes, yes. yes. We talked about her because you yeah. didn't go see her the other night. I know. Bad friend. I was a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> that um, sounds so scary. So she she yeah. stayed in Australia for a year for a yeah she did I think for like a year and a half and then she ended up getting some sort of visa partner visa yeah oh, okay. which she was finally granted which was very there hard must to be get. some like 
uh, it's COVID and I'm <laughs> like kind of stuck nothing, here. Nothing. No, there was no, they, no, no visas was the like that. the worst rules ever there. Like for like she, she couldn't leave. So they end up getting the partner visa was supposed to come in like three months, ended up taking eight months. Finally was able to come last summer for the first time. And then oh now she's like, they're basically fine. Actually, I, that happened to a friend of mine in Japan because yeah. in Japan, it's like you can't get like citizenship unless you are born and raised in mm-hmm. Japan, like pretty much. So she's married to a Japanese man. She has a son with him, but like she's like, I, she couldn't leave for, I think it was, yeah, like two years or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. It's really I, crazy. I totally forgot about that. That must be, you feel so claustrophobic. You're like, you can't even leave the country. Well, she's also so far from like family. Yeah. That, that's like, the, anything, yeah, not, that's like, the thing. Yeah. She had like time zones him. too. Yeah. And then his family, his friends. Right. And especially during a time where it was like, so no one knows what's so weird. happening. But it's all done, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not go back there. Knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, knock wood. on wood. It's like, um <laughs> not twice actually yeah i got not <laughs> twice uh okay so you we went out there did that now where do we get to matcha now that's what i want to know <laughs> because we haven't talked matcha at all and obviously it's a big part you guys started this matcha company yeah where, where does where does this tie in here so we got really into uh adaptogenics in general when we were living in new york because so we were working as models and we were Especially we were working for Zara a lot and there was this, they would fly you out. So you fly, they fly you to Acarunia. Oh, did you guys then, ever work together on the same campaigns? Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, we actually work on campaigns more often now that we're in Canada. So we've done like Joe Fresh together and Hud- oh, that's Hudson's super cool. Bay. Um, Holt Renfrew. Holt Renfrew, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> you knew it was wrong as you said it, but you still said it. Right? <laughs> she like, said it super quiet. She's like, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's um, super cool that you get to do those together. Yeah, it you is. know what's so funny? We always fight like the night before we shoot together. So we wake up the next morning and we're like... Wait, there's no shoot tomorrow, is there? <laughs> oh, we're good. We still got time. Um, okay, so Adaptogenics, you're shooting together. Oh, yeah. Zara, so we were, flying places. We were like, fl- yeah, we'd fly to Spain for a week. You finally get used to the jet lag and then you're flying right back. You're exhausted. And then when you drink yeah, coffee, and they're, you And they're flying so us out at like five in the morning too yeah. like, when we're done with the job after a week. Yeah, so you just get so exhausted and uh like visually like you know like your your skin is like yeah you, you know don't feel crappy. good yeah yeah and i remember we started kind of like looking into adaptogenics because uh i had accidentally taken a mega dose of ashwagandha at this <laughs> this cafe in new york and i love this it changed you accidentally my life. took something that changed your life i love that <laughs> what's well, it because, called okay. what was it called uh, ashwagandha was i have no idea so what ashwagandha is. is like a is a ayurvedic root vegetable i want to say vegetable a root herb that uh can help your anxiety and i used to have like roughly five to eight panic attacks a day no exaggeration it's crazy to think that that used to be my life and it, it's it really, really crazy. it really affected madison like it really helped her a lot so, and I, but i took so. it accidentally i took it blind because i was going to the cafe and you know you get like the stamps and it's like 10 stamps and you get a free one and i'm always that asshole who's like oh i want a venti like 80 give me everything i want my money's worth so the fanciest one was like like a whatever like a beauty it was called like a, a beauty drink or something like that and it had like collagen and something else and ashwagandha and i thought ashwagandha had something to do with like how do you spell ashwagandha like ashwagandha i can spell stuff mm-hmm. out loud i have to like write it out that's yeah that's was, that was perfect yeah. yeah there you go but uh i act so i accidentally took it i just assumed it was an antioxidant and i saw him put four uh like four dropper fulls or something like that i can't remember four dropper fulls and I had it. And then the rest of the day, I was like, Oprah. I was so calm. And I didn't have one anxiety attack. And then there was this one guy who was being so rude to me. But 
previously we had had a conversation during the day where he was saying like, oh, I don't think I could ever get married because I'm too selfish, blah, blah, blah. And then later he was so rude to me. And I thought to myself and I was like, Madison, like look inside yourself. He told you who he was as a person and you have to accept that from him. He told you he was a selfish person and like you have to be okay with this. And I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Because I <laughs> I get so sassy so immediately. And I was like, who, who am I? And then like later I see the ashwagandha thing and I was like, that maybe it's that. So I Googled it and it's like, oh, it actually calms all your stress. And I was like, that was probably it. And then I went to go see the exact same brand and it was like, please put in four drops. And I'm like remembering that this guy had put in four dropper fulls. So he just like mega dosed me that day of ashwagandha. And you got your money's worth though. Sorry? You got your money's worth. <laughs> Damn straight I did. Yeah. Life changing. <laughs> it's like life changing. So yeah. you come home and you're like, babe, hun, ashwagandha. And it kind of sent yeah. us down the, the path of like nootropics and basically things to optimize your life and what you're putting in your body. And I'm, we were already eating like really clean to help us work out better. And like we already Take knew yourself, food yeah. affected your you know your Everything. mood and then yep. coffee was always such a love-hate relationship for both of us because you need coffee otherwise you die um but it also kind of gives you those jitters so we started looking in or we found out about matcha as an adaptogenic and we were like i think we'd had some a couple times and when i had my tea phase <laughs> and we were like wait that's actually like really delicious like I, we kind of thought of it as almost like a treat like something nice and to think of it as actually something healthier for you was kind of funny you know like the thing that's healthier usually doesn't is not as good it's yeah, like yeah. a step down but it was like a step up and it was actually healthy for us anyways that's the beginning of like how we got into matcha in general but this <laughs> is what year roughly because you're still in New York this at this is, time, right? Yeah. This is what, 2017, 2016? Yeah, we're like the final episode of Fall, or Better Call Saul. We're just we're just <laughs> hopping around in the flashbacks, timelines. That, that's what the best part is. Okay, so we're into ashwagandha. That's when we started looking at all these other like herbs and medicines. Life and, optimizations. Okay. So, yeah, Madison likes to optimize. Like, I do like to optimize. Yeah. So how do we get here? <laughs> you say holding as i say grabbing it boom <laughs> so how do we get from idea to product so we now? came to canada and we got really used to a certain level of matcha because we're fancy people and uh it was actually it was really difficult we started throwing money at the problem like we were like okay well we're not definitely not gonna find a deal on matcha in canada but like okay let's just get the good stuff sorry why can't you with. find a deal on matcha in canada we didn't know. And oh, we even okay. we even spent more money and we were like ceremony organic, you know, like pretty expensive when we would get there. And honestly, the quality was like terrible. So we were thinking like we were like, wait a second. Like, do people just import really crappy matcha and then just lie about the quality of it? Has people have have like have people been keeping good matcha from the people of Canada? <laughs> I really but I think How that, that it, was part it, it of was it. Surprising. I thought, you know, Toronto, like being a big city it would be easy. a very multicultural yeah. city too right yeah, yeah. exactly where, where does matcha started uh, matcha <laughs> yeah matcha originated in china and then it was brought over to japan uh, i believe by a traveling monk and then they perfected it in japan okay so it started in china then got good in uh in japan okay yeah. and what what like do you know roughly when was this like That's ancient times question. or is this like <laughs> 
Recent times? <laughs> no, not recent times. Uh, God, well, when was it? Like we went hundreds of years, tens of I'm years, like, thousands. Asking of us, like trivia questions at this <laughs> point. <laughs> I'm curious because, like, so I I personally don't know much about matcha, and like I, I obviously I read the, like, the info that was provided, but I, I'm not a big matcha guy. Eleven hundred ninety-one. Yeah. There oh, we go. okay. That's, like, that's so we're thousands of years ago. We're talking thousands of years ago, and that was when it was uh, in the introduction of matcha in Japan, and that's when it was. Perfected. So that's when they made it yep. cool. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, again, how do we? So we get to, we're in Canada, haven't found a good source at a at a good price. I guess yeah. kind of like uh, this is a problem. Yeah, it, it was Where a problem. Where were you getting your matcha at the time? Anywhere we were like asking friends. We were big. I had friends. They were like, "Don't worry, I'll hook you up." And they gave us. <laughs> like, actually, I, 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 I like, it's one. like a drug. Eh? It's like, don't worry, I got a guy. I yeah. Got a guy. And then I, we, I actually so funny because now the I always make fun of my friends who who like recommended this she was like this is the best brand like don't worry and i always <laughs> i always mock her i'm like oh you want to stick with your other match and she's like no 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 <laughs> she's like it's fine um must have been a shock though too coming from like new york where there's like so much there i find everything's better in new york coffee i find everything's better in toronto really yeah i feel like there's i just too love many new york <laughs> the food is incredible i'm like here. why did you guys leave i find that there's too many tourists it may it like maintains the bad places you yeah. know what i mean yeah i know i get that they can like get away with it for longer in toronto you have to like i guess i'm just here too often. you're closed i didn't live there so i can't say anything <laughs> i'll listen to you guys <laughs> well, they live there right okay so you found out that it's not uh so you're at the point where like we can't we can't find our, our good reliable fair price once so we're like we're just gonna make it ourselves that's pretty much it that yeah that's you, you know I, I feel like matcha dive was kind of where all of Madison's and my passions kind of like converged, yeah. you know, like with the woodworking and the photography, there was a bit of design and, and building and, um, and then like with the woodworking, I kind of, I started teaching myself how to do 3d models on tiny homes. Cause I really wanted to build a tiny home at one point. Love that. You know, just kind of live, uh, just get out of that whole race and, you know, live self-sufficiently. Uh, and then with all this design and it got really into architecture and learning about that and I can feel a perfectionist in him. The, yeah. the, the matcha <laughs> and like the creative process with this and the branding, uh, like Madison really kind of pushed a lot of that forward, but it was such a great way for me and her to combine our, like she kept talking about how, how are we going to build our lives to yeah. do, to, you know, let's, let's think about how we want our lives to look and then let's build our business around that. Reverse engineer. Yeah. I feel like I meet so many people. They go like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this because my life is like this. And so I went, okay, well, what we want our lives to be like, and then let's do it the other way around. Okay. Makes sense. Well, yeah. so many people suck. I can't prioritize this because of X factor in my life and just make sure you don't have X factor. Yeah. No, I, when I uh, switched careers, maybe about eight years ago, nine years ago now, I said, what are my long-term goals? How do I get there? Yeah. Kind of just yeah. like you said, reverse engineer. So I ended up switching careers. Yeah. About eight, eight or nine years ago. Um, but it's grown in Japan. I'm assuming you guys probably went there. Yes. Went there. <laughs> like again, I, I don't know anything, but not okay, anything. So, I know, uh, so you go there and you're like, Hey, we need the well, best matcha. We're going to try every matcha here until we find the best person. And then copy with the, like, so yeah. Sorry, the, go goal, the goal was to basically find a farm to partner up with. And, uh, we actually ended up, we ended up looking for two years because, uh, I felt like we, 
we did spend a lot of time in Uji because the best matcha comes from Uji and we've always known this and that's like the rule. Is that is that is that like a thing? thing that's the thing. That, that's like saying yeah. like if you're going to go get champagne, you're going to go to the champagne region of France. Or like where else would you go? So it's kind right. of like we went to Uji and we spent so much time there and we actually found out that the like the uh, the younger generation of matcha farmers, like the kids who are getting into it because they're passionate about it. Not just because they have to or because it's been it's passed a family. Down they're all in Shizuoka now. So thankfully, we found out about the Shizuoka. There's also another. What's the other region where they're making great matcha as well? It's there's two new regions <laughs> that are coming up. <laughs> oh, you looking at me he's like, what the fuck? Do I <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You answer this. <laughs> this is new to me, Madison. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not new to you. There's there's two regions that are like brand new. Uh, like Kakigawa. Nishu. 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 Spell it out. N i s h i o. Uh, that's not F-U-K-U-O-K-A? the place. K U O K A. No, that's Fukuoka? not the place I was thinking of. Well, Fuku- Fukuoka. Is that? That's not where I was thinking of. But it very well, very well could be. Very well could be. Is oh, that a word? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's um, a couple words. <laughs> Kagoshima. Kagoshima. That's that's where they do a lot of tea, I believe. But uh, can I open this, by the way? Go yeah, for please. it. Uh, but. We had, so we ended up finding yeah there was a, a, a big what's the word I'm looking for movement of young people making matcha and uh, with organic practices and doing regenerative farming regenerative and farming like, you know innovating okay is it like uh, sushi uh, sushi chefs out there where it's like their whole family's done it so that their great grandkids done it and they keep passing around from generations is it the same thing with matcha that's kind of how I feel it, about I think so about about Usually. Uji. Yeah. Where it's like all the farms, I think, are are all family farms and have been for X amount of years. Yeah, because so I, I, I really do feel like it's an art, you know? Yeah. Like uh, knowing when to pick the tea leaves, knowing how to harvest them, knowing how to taste it. Like we have tea sommeliers that will judge the tea, make sure it's good, and they can tell you wh- what region it's from. Like really? They can tell you the tasting notes, if it's uh, it's got a good finish, you know, all these things. Danny, can you boil some water, please? I want to. Tr- I want to try this right now. You do. I've, I've never <laughs> had matcha. You look really Guys, psyched. All of a sudden. Wait, what? Honestly, what I'm was? Not kidding. This whoa. is super embarrassing, but I'm gonna put myself on blast. I was opening this. I'm like, where's the matcha? <laughs> I was like, is it like? Do you like poke it? And I'm like, this is to whisk it, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the oh whisk. God. I was literally. I was like, does, is this like a contraption where like the matcha comes out of this? Because I remember seeing this, like, there was a travel pack. I'm like, oh, maybe this is the travel pack. You like squeeze <laughs> it and it comes out or something. And then you turn it and whisk it. But I'm like, no, nah, there's no way they forgot to put the matcha in there. So you were like, thinking so hard about that, weren't you? Like, 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 you were talking. I'm like, I'm like playing around. I like was wondering, where, like you suddenly mm. had a, like a flip switch. You're like, oh, I figured it out. Okay, I need some matcha now. <laughs> That's what I was like. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I found. Let me open this just to make sure I'm not losing my mind. Then we can drink some on the episode. Amazing. So it's kind of an acquired taste. I'm like nervous that you're going to be one of those you, like three so people. Do you know like, like the difference between like okay, matcha perfect. caffeine and coffee? Oh yeah, that's the best part of it. No, no idea. So one of the, the biggest things that turned us on to matcha was that when you, not, I mean, it, it, it is delicious, but when you drink it, the, there's, a, there's another adaptogen in matcha called L-theanine. And what that does is it controls the absorption of caffeine in your system. Okay. So, you know, when you drink coffee. I feel coffee, like I take a pill right now for that. You probably okay. do. I might. It might be it one of my supplements. In Amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. It sounds familiar. And I was yeah, like, I should know like that clean, word. Consistent you know that, I should know that word. <laughs> yeah, like, but you know, like doesn't. we were relying on coffee so hard, and then I would just, I, and I like to do 
take things to the extreme. So yeah, you do. I would just drink way too much coffee and I'd be like buzzing like crazy. And that's that's George. George like literally has like six espressos in a day. George is gonna really like matcha. Or yeah, does George drink matcha? matcha? I don't know. So what you can do is so for some people who really like don't who love coffee the taste of it and everything like that if you actually and a lot uh, we know what's so funny we found a lot of people actually drink their coffee first and then how they has they have a, their matcha second but if you switch it the l-theanine which helps slow the absorption of caffeine will actually help you slow the absorption of your coffee as well so you i don't started get- during doing that during covid i started waking up in the morning making matcha in the morning having that and then in the afternoon if i needed coffee right I'd make myself an espresso Ooh, so you're a big matcha person. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is that why we're here? <laughs> Danny Loki set this whole thing yeah, up. I know. She's like, I just, I just wanted some matcha. Let's. <laughs> um, okay. So what else? <laughs> so so again, <laughs> what's the process of making matcha? So like, not this, like actually making the powder. Oh wait, so you, you pulled the tea leaves? Oh yeah. Yes. So. Um, the thing that i find most interesting about it is that basically the leaves on the bottom and the leaves on the top are uh are not what you want you need this the 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 leaves in the middle so to basically machine it the they'll kind of grab all of the the leaves off of it so what you actually need is you need someone to physically hand pick the leaves which is why it's so prized and like careful and why it's also such an art because some people like to save money they're like you know what these ones are also probably fine (laughs) like just chuck them in the bag can you pull a picture of the of what a matcha tree looks like plant so it's oh you're so prepared Uh, can we pull a picture of like one individual i just want to see what it looks like so interesting so matcha is also shaded so i don't this is probably very early in the process as well it's about a month prior to harvest they'll shade it and they'll start by shading at about 35 percent Okay. And then um, Google like shaded what, <laughs> what this does is it causes the, te- the leaves to grow very tenderly. Okay. So it's a specific process to, to make the, the tea leaves, you know, specific oh. for matcha making. Click yeah. the picture so it makes it bigger. <laughs> I, I'm, this is educational for me too. Oh. I even Google does that. And then uh, this is done like over the winter and spring. Actually, I don't think they shade it during the winter, but it's... Um, so Usually that's that's like a leaf. So it's a Camilla sinensis leaf. I could be mispronouncing that. Sorry, say that again. Well, I, I just said I might be mispronouncing <laughs> well, it. Well, you're gonna pronounce it better than I can pronounce Camilla it. Camilla sinensis. So that's the green tea leaf. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it, this is. I actually used to work at David's Tea a really long time ago for one Christmas holiday. But if I remember correctly, it makes green tea, white tea, and matcha, and I think puer. I didn't even know there was a white tea. Oolong, no, not oolong. Okay, okay, maybe I'm just talking out of my ass now. Okay. Um, but it definitely makes green tea. So this is basically exactly what green tea is. I call, if someone that has no idea what matcha is, I just call it, it's green tea espresso. However you drink. Okay, that's cool. However yeah. you drink your coffee, that's how you would drink your matcha. If you have, butter. if you have okay. a shot of espresso, just yeah, your, have your matcha Your straight. drip coffee would be like your green tea bag. Right. Right. You, you know, you're, you're, you're steeping it. It's, you're not actually ingesting the leaf. And then your espresso shot of matcha, it's like you're grinding up the tea leaf and you're ingesting the whole thing. So you're getting all the nutrients that are in it. Okay. And it has like a crazy amount of antioxidants in it as well. It's, so it's got the most antioxidants of anything, like any superfood. Really? Yeah, yeah. The most. I didn't know that. If you, so once they pluck the leaves, do they, you blend it or do you add things? How, I see the blenders. So once they pluck the leaf, well, not blenders, whatever they're called. <laughs> what they, do you call uh, those, Danny? I n- no clue, but you're just. These should be stone grinders. I don't have my glasses on, so it, and it's possible that they're using like a different yeah, this method. This is like, just like some right. random thing I found. Uh, because, because, oh, well, like I said, all of these steps that 
uh, proper matcha takes, you can easily cheat and, and make then, it cheaper yeah, yeah. and make it worse. Yeah, and that's why that's what you guys are obviously like. Trying you can to use a blender. Blenders will introduce heat. It'll degrade the nutrients. Okay. So you you want to pick the matcha plant at the peak of its nutrient like retention. You know, like at the right time when when all when it's been growing and um, storing all these nutrients over the winter. Uh, and then you want to preserve all that. So then you want to um, air dry it gently. You know, you don't want to use like some kind of like yeah, yeah, heat, industrial heat, heat process. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to flash, like just really gently uh, steam it quickly to kind of prevent any oxidiz oxidization. Okay. And then uh, put it in a cold storage for stone grinding. So the stone milling is just like a, it's a traditional process where uh, it's very laborious and time consuming, but it gives you the highest quality and finest So that's power. kind of like how a lot of wine things are done too, right? It's kind of a similar process, but just obviously not grapes, matcha leaves, but it's the same kind of idea. You store it, you let them wait, yeah. and then once it's ready, you grind it down to a powder format. Do, you, do they add anything to it? So we don't add anything to ours. It's all organic. It's also from the first harvest. So you can, you can harvest it at different times of the year, but the first harvest is when there's the most nutrients. It's when it's okay. the freshest. Uh, it's it's where, where you get the best matcha. So uh, the the highest grade of matcha is called ceremonial matcha, and that's what we sell. Oh, okay. So what what are the grade? Like, is it levels? Is it grades? How does it work? Yeah, generally it's 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 used pretty loosely, but like they'll they'll separate it from ceremonial matcha and culinary matcha. Yeah, okay. So like a ceremonial matcha, it'll taste great on its own. You don't have to add any sh any sweeteners or any milk or anything like that to well, it. You what do you guys need? It. You can't have any matcha. Why? <laughs> we need a bowl. Why do we need a bowl? To whisk it. Oh. We can, what about these we can mugs? Whisk it in a cup. What about that mug? Is I that mean, mug? we could. We could. Yeah, we got this thing big enough. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm glad you decided that. Well, we just have to clean that up. Because it's been there for a while. We're going to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try this. This is... I, I'm definitely... I, I'm a matcha guy now. Now that we're talking about it so much, I, you can't like... I want to know what you think. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know... So you've never, you've never had it? I've never had matcha. Amazing. So like I, I know about it obviously because of this and I've heard the name and I maybe call me old school old school, but I love the idea of like not herbal medicine and stuff like that, but I like the idea of like antigens and like superfoods and trying to be healthy and like those little things that you can do to change your Absolutely your physical and your mental wellness. <clears throat> because even my mom's super big on this. My mom like she's Brazilian and a lot of Brazilians are big into like voodoo and shit like that. But my mom, if you tell her one thing about I don't know. Let's call it. She'll see a video on TikTok of, you know, honey lemon tea that has, I don't know, crushed up blueberries in it. And they'll put a random stat. Me and my mom will drink crushed up berries with honey lemon tea for like three months. Like I drink chicken broth once. I used to drink, drink chicken broth daily because my mom said it was good for me and because of X, Y, and Z and blah, <laughs> blah, blah. And I don't even ask questions. <laughs> I just drink it because I'm like, ah, I don't mind the taste. It's just, I know it's good for me and I kind of like it. It's warm. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll literally put it in that shaker cup on my yeah. way to work and I just, Oh, sh that, that's what we could use a shaker cup. How, how did the chicken broth affect you? Was it good? Perfect. Um, what I liked about chicken broth is that it helps. Again, I don't know if this is fact or if this is just what Elaine told me, but it helps like clean out your systems. Mm. Um, and I do feel good about it. And like even beef broth, someone told me is like really good for you. Blah, blah, blah. Do you guys need a, oh, there we go. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. bone broth and things. Yeah. Too, bo right? Yeah, exactly. So it's chicken bone broth and beef bro bone broth. Mm -hmm. But I just like the idea of like doing things that are little 
minor changes to your life that can add like maybe minor, even mediocre, or even big changes on your like physical and health. Because again, it's just like a little thing. If if I can substitute this for my coffee or my espresso daily, or I have one espresso daily usually. If I can substitute that as like my afternoon kind of boost, why not? If it's healthy, yeah. it's like good for you and it's gonna make you feel good. Yeah. I don't know what else. What else? We, you good what? over there, girls? No. no, we were just like we were gonna use your shaker cup, but we were just sniffing can, it. This can we show? Oh uh, yeah. Can we show Ricky the the powder? Oh yeah. Yeah, I looked inside. It. Green, green, green. Yeah. So the color is really important. Like it, once it oxidizes, matcha turns yellow or brown. So if it's really fresh, it's gonna be vibrant, almost like like a wow. I can't believe it's that green. And so obviously there's no added. You said it's there's all nothing organic. added. Yeah. It's just you know. Can I lick it and try it? Or Daniel does that all the time. <laughs> it's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Is it weird? Well, I guess for you two, it's not. It's, Go it's for it. Green. Oh yeah, it is really green. It's like Hulk green. That's good, right? Yeah, it's very good. It's like neon green. I'm trying to figure out what it tastes like. But I can't really put a... I guess it tastes like matcha. (laughs) Dan, you know what it tastes like. Yeah, I know. What's what's the most comparable taste to it? What would you say? I can't really think about it. That's a great question. Are you are you googling it? <laughs> like what? Okay, so let's do this. It so tastes like earthy and it tastes green. It's hard to I think it tastes it green. Tastes I think it's like naturally sweet. Yeah, it's definitely sweet. It's not bitter at all. Well, it's I definitely think sweet. That, I think so that there there like, can be some yeah some to some, some matches can be a, a little astringent. Okay, I'm currently bitter. soaking the whisk. So okay, so with a okay. bamboo process, whisk, Rick. you want? Okay, to yeah. <laughs> tell us the process because this is your guy's stuff. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us how, how it works. He's getting how ahead of himself it? right now. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I just want to try the matcha. Like putting it on. <laughs> um, okay, so typical, do you n- normally have it morning, afternoon, night? Um, I, All three? I, I look forward to it first thing in the morning. It's like I wake up and I'm like, I need my matcha. It okay. really gets me in a good mood. Okay. It gives me like, it, it wakes me up too and I feel a lot sharper and more focused. And is there caffeine in matcha or no? It's just, ha- oh, there is caffeine. What What is matcha like? What it's makes green it? tea? Green okay, tea leaves. Okay, so Same what is thing. green tea leaves? Like what? Sinesis leaves. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, what, like if, what are the ingredients that make up green tea leaves? Do you guys know? Uh, See, like I said, I feel like you're leaf. getting into trivia questions at this point. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm so curious. <laughs> I'm plant. Okay, so. So what makes up an apple? It grows out of the ground. <laughs> no, there's the tree. No, but there's like vitamins and and like shit that makes up the apple. There's yeah, like so there's different whatever. ingredients. I, so there's there's, probably- there's chlorophyll in matcha. Okay, chlorophyll I know is good for there's, you because I used to there, take chlorophyll. There are um, polyphenols. Uh, there's antioxidants. Um, the there vitamins. Most in of it? them are the the EC I, ECGs. Yep. ECGs. Yeah, and those those are supposed to be really good for heart health. Okay. Um, cardiovascular health. Um, what else is in matcha? Madison. Why that? What? Why are you asking me? Because <laughs> you should know. I'm making the matcha. <laughs> she, she's doing the. She's making. Okay, so you have it in the morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever you want. Oh, do you have it at at night? Because you know, like a lot of people don't have coffee at night. Yeah, so you absolutely can't. I mean, like I think both of us are kind of caffeine sensitive, so I don't think personally we would ha- like have. Yeah, I'm. Yet. I'm very caffeine sensitive. Like when I first started drinking coffee, it did not sit well with me at all. But eventually, I got used to it. Okay. Um, yeah. So you can have it at night and still sleep. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the same that you would like if you can have an espresso at night, you can easily I, have a matcha. I, I personally prefer not to drink it too late. Just 
Because, yeah, I don't know. If I don't sleep tonight, guys, it's like 9 o'clock right now. If I don't sleep Would you have an espresso right now after dinner? No, but I'm. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> see, but after dinner's, uh, it's like it's um. Yeah, like, no, for I me, espresso is like a social thing. But like, how many times do we come to this podcast and have an espresso before an episode or around this time, all the time? You're like, well, Danny, we'll fine. go for a walk after. <laughs> Danny's like, no, we're not. If I if there. I did have to have caffeine after, uh, like late in the day though, I would I would prefer matcha because it's okay. just like oh, yeah. it it it. I feel like it doesn't inhibit your sleep as much. No, um, this might be a random question, but you know, how, like sometimes coffee or espressos make you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Does matcha do that? Eh, like not, not as, much. as much. Okay. Which not is, as urgently. Which is like, it was so strange. Was it yesterday? <laughs> I had a coffee. Not, we, as, yeah, not we as, went, as aggressively. <laughs> we went and had coffee yesterday, right? In the morning. And then like, oh, yeah, that's that right. got my Very things moving morning. like quickly. And I, I don't think I mentioned it to you, but I was like, oh, I forgot. Like I forgot, you know. <laughs> well, and where'd you guys get, come up with the name? Uh, the name really encapsulates like our, our approach to the branding. Okay. So Brandy's great, know, by the way. We we wanted people to know what it was, so matcha. Um, but we also wanted it like a lot of matcha brands we found, or uh, just the idea of matcha seemed very like exclusive, you know, and very um, ultra luxury, ultra premium, and uh, kind of uh, unapproachable. Yeah. Okay. So the dive part came from us being like, you know, I was like Madison because I was trying to uh, organize everything and like write out our business and plan. make it perfect. And and yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. kind of like you know. What, yeah, I, oh, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> um, He's like, what's so the perfect like, word to describe like, this like, feeling? And, and Madison's our creative director and our art director. So I was like, Madison, like, help me out. Give me some, you know, concepts. What do you want? She's like, well, I want it to, you know, be like, you know, you're having matcha with your best friend. Want, you know, I, I want you to be able to, like, have a conversation over it and, like, have it be really approachable, right? So we thought of the word dive being like a dive bar somewhere you know you, you congregate it's very low-key like it's you don't go there and it's it's you know like you could just be yourself at a dive bar that's right fair. um and then there's the the other connotation of like diving into something refreshing okay because that's what i was thinking like diving into something like you know like oh diving into something new trying like switching over from coffee dive in you know, I mean, we feet. like the double meaning. Yeah. I no. mean, I don't think yeah. most people think of the dive bar aspect as the first part, but that was like the first part. Of okay, it that's for like us. the first thing I thought of. Really, really? dive bar? Yeah, that's love amazing. that. Love. So like, I you're like so that you aligned on our brand. Yeah, I, I love know. it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then, like, I think it was what two years later, we we're like, oh crap, this is like matcha dive is actually our initials. Like Madison oh yeah. And oh yeah. I actually forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> MD. That is so good. By the way, the weird sounds you hear is like me trying to whisk in a cup. Would you? Okay, this should take like three sets. Like very, it's usually very quick. This is pretty hard to do in a small little cup. Why do you do it in a big cup? You like do it in like a big. You do it in a, like a bowl, bowl with a flat bottom, so that you can get like you can get the air into it. You know what I mean? So like right now, trying to like get the yeah, wind. There's, 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 okay, so there's two <laughs> two things that I usually try to do when I whisk the matcha or, or if I shake it. <laughs> like a lot of people think that, you know, you have to whisk it. But it, when I'm in a hurry, I just shake it up in an airtight, airtight container. Like so a shaker like bottle. A shaker bottle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, with the whisk. And sorry, do you always drink it? Do you, can you drink it cold or it's always got to be hot? I, However I you would drink it. it cold, like yeah. that's another thing. However you would drink your espresso, that's, yeah, that's how you do it. La- Latte, do iced coffee. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Iced coffees, right? Yeah. yeah. I drink sh- espresso, so little shots. Okay. But I can do a little shot of this. If yeah, I want. but exactly. you, shots are usually hot, right? Cause, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. All right, um, okay, so like there's two nice ways. You said there's this, there's two ways to whisk it. <laughs> there, there's many ways to to get it how you want. I mean, yeah. you could get super creative with it, right? But okay. the, there's two things that I generally try to do when I whisk the matcha. 
And the first is I'm trying to remove any, I'm trying to make it a smooth consistency because it starts as a powder, right? And you don't want clumps in your drink. Yeah, yeah, no, you definitely. don't want to feel like, you know, you, you just want to feel like you're drinking a liquid, not like there's any kind of powder left over. So the first uh, part of whisking is just making it smooth and, you know, nice, uh, a nice smooth consistency. And then the second part of it is introducing oxygen um, and whisking it back and forth. What, what that does is it develops a crema on top. Why does you, sorry, why do you have to introduce oxygen? So in, introducing oxygen puts all these micro bubbles into the, the matcha. Um, I don't, I want to say it's like, like on the top of your espresso, it, but, but it, yeah. it just makes it nice and creamy. You know, it, it gives it this beautiful, like foamy consistency. So you know, it's like the yeah, crema on sense. your yeah, espresso. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so. Okay, so in a bowl, like a cereal bowl or what kind of bowl? I'm just trying to think about how I can do this on a daily basis now. Yeah. Because um, I, I think I'm going to be like you. I think I'm going to do just like a shaker cup because that's, that's me. Yeah, and that's quick. It, you and know, quick and, and you easy, can just right? take it with you. when you're Yeah, that, and yeah. that's exactly what I do. Like every morning I have my pre-workout in the car or like whatever. I can yeah. easily just do this, like pour a hot cup. I keep the matcha in my car. Yeah. And and you can add stuff to it, you know. You could add collagen. And we to said it. it's you one could teaspoon. Add protein to it. Oh yeah, because there's matcha protein. Is there protein in matcha? Um, there's very little. Very little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're just trying to like push everything you can into this protein. Right? I'm just so curious, right? I'm like, okay, like this is gonna be part of my morning routine now. I'll <laughs> leave it in the. Do you start at hot temperatures, cold temperatures, room temperature? So. Um, the 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 powder it's really fine and like it it can be a very delicate thing you want to preserve it as best as possible so the best way to do that is to keep it cold okay um like fridge cool, cold cool temperatures because the heat will you know degrade it um and then it because of the chlorophyll in it you also want to keep it away from light um and moisture okay so what we like to do is just put it in the freezer freezer yeah you know, it preserves it really well for long-term storage if you're not getting it through. Really also, quickly. it's a little amount. It's not like a coffee size, right? Well, you can make it a coffee size. Did you size. shake it's it already? Like said, whatever you want. No, I didn't shake I was going to let him shake it. I have a How question for you both. How's your favorite, like, what's your favorite way to drink matcha? Ice matcha. Why? Ice? Like, do you put it water? Do you put, like, almond milk, regular milk? I make, like, my little, like, bit of matcha, add some water, add my oat milk. I usually don't add ice. Uh, I don't know why, but I don't. And then that, I just drink it like Maybe that. Maybe because we don't have an ice maker. I just don't <laughs> like ice. It just gets in the way. That's fair. <laughs> um, okay. All right, let's We're, try it. I want to put a little bit more. Is it, is it no. ready? More matcha or more water? Well, did you, more did water. you add oat milk or? Make it like no, a coffee. No, he said he wanted like a shot. Okay. okay. No, how, no, how do you want, how do you drink your coffee? If I gave you a cup of coffee, right now, drink coffee. I don't you drink only drink espresso. I only drink espresso. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta say like, I, I used to only drink <laughs> Americanos and shots and you know, all my car coffee dark, but Madison's really gotten me indulging now in, in these <laughs> like creamy, delicious, uh, matcha lattes. It is nice and green. This is like it's Hulk green, I guess. What else is Hulk green? Hulk green. That's a, that's a good, that's the color. I don't Moment of truth. It is good. It's very, it's greeny. Like it's, <laughs> it's it, I don't know. I don't understand how else to explain it. I Green. know. I remember, I remember Googling like, um, oh yeah. How would you describe the asked, taste? What does matcha taste like? And then I went to go answer because it was like on a forum or something. I went to go answer and I was like, you know what? I actually don't know. And all the answers were like 
It tastes earthy and green. Well, I know how like I I described it when we first had it, and you know, compared to other matches we've had, and I w- I always thought that it was matches. like very balanced and very clean and smooth. Right. That's true. Definitely smooth, yeah. But how would you describe it, like the taste, taste. to someone who's never had any matcha? So according to Google, <laughs> Google says that the first sip of matcha tastes like the first bite of dark chocolate or red wine, Ooh. which okay. I don't understand. I find it's like a greener version of that. Like the bitterness they're talking about or something. I don't find Green it bitter chocolate. though. Huh? Green chocolate. Yeah, I, I, I just read that and I was like, I don't see it. But like the earthy maybeness of a red wine, I kind of know that what they're talking about a little bit because like right when you have that sip, there's that kind of like not fuzzy, but that feeling that kind of washes over your tongue. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to explain like that dark chocolate yeah, or that wine it kind is of really hard feeling. Where it's I was it tannins probably I don't know. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> when was the first time you guys had matcha tea? Probably went when I went through that hardcore tea phase. Yeah, and, and Madison introduced me to it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so you just started, you got into it when she got, when you met her, I guess. Yeah, she, she was it's pushing like hard number for two or stuff. three. She was like, oh my God, you got to try this. And, and then she like, she really wanted to buy it from this one brand. It was like this boutique in the West Village and it was quite expensive, but she convinced me. She's like, you have to try, you have to do it. So we and bought a big bag lives. and it was like, you know, we were lucky that we started with that one because it was really good. Okay. Which is so funny. And then you went back to New York. He went back to New York and he went to like our old haunts. Uh, and he was like a bit nervous because he was like, well, how does our matcha measure up? And then he, he reported back and he's like, honestly, I think our matcha is actually better than the places that we we're planning on trying to live up to. So wow, it's pretty love that. And what, what's the price point like? So for, give me, give me the cost of like going to a Starbucks-esque kind of place, okay. like a franchise coffee store and i'm getting a thing give me a a little boutique coffee shop that you really like that one that you had your specialty matcha and give me what you guys sell it for in home consumption oh actually i want to look up now how much the matcha lattes i was buying were in new york i'm maybe a bit nervous to look i mean i want to say they're like similarly priced to an espresso drink yeah, they're like okay, five, so like six or maybe dollars. maybe a dollar more sometimes. You know, like healthier. If an espresso was six dollars, like let's say a latte was six dollars, your matcha latte might be six fifty. Okay. Yeah, that that's pretty normal. Even now, like you know, mm-hmm. you go to a whatever a coffee their latte is at a matcha latte is one dollar more usually. Okay. And then at home, what are these? What's matcha dive cost per? How do you guys? Sell? You guys sell them in thirty packs, right? Thirty and hundred packs. Uh, thir- thir- 30 gram grams. pouches, 30, 30 gram tins and hundred gram pouches. Okay. So a classic so, cup of matcha, especially like when you're beginning a coffee is but one gram. Okay. We like to double it up. So we yeah, usually well, have a two. Matcha triple, people. Triple <laughs> it up. Matcha people. I would hope so. Uh, <laughs> so for us, I would say that a 30 gram bag lasts us 15 cups. And okay. But for the average person, it would be 30 roughly 30, 30, 30 cups. So 30 days. a 30 gram bag is. $36. Okay, so a buck. Or 35 buck. sorry. $35. 35. So it's, yeah. it's just, about just a over buck. a buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the 100 pouch, 100 tin bag? It's uh, it's 93 Okay, so just under just under and just over, depending. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then do you, like, can you make it in like an espresso pod? How do they, is that like in the works? Or do you guys? I don't even think that's like functional, like function. It would be functionally good because the espresso pods, what it does is like pushes the water through, right? I think so. The main part of matcha, especially like making it, is you want to get the oxygen in it. Ah. You want to get the air inside of it. So you really and need you to like have whisk to it. Get the powder like 
thoroughly mixed into the water, not just steep, yeah, yeah. not just like steep. The You're just looking for the ease. The you grains. want it like fast. Not, well, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that is me. That is me. I but. broke my whisk like during COVID, and then I end up having like a one of those like electric throttlers, oh, yeah. but like mine was awful and it kept breaking and then oh like no. i'm drinking my matcha and there's chunks everywhere Ugh. just did not taste the same yeah chunky matcha <laughs> so then like i found like another solution i was like you know what this is this is gonna do what was it your was other great. solution um you know the nespresso spoon no no the nespresso thro- fr- yeah frothers that the was milk great. frother yeah the milk frother i can't speak right frother, now. yeah but um that it just took longer yeah, honestly, like but. that's what like a big part of it for me was, you know, if you look up how to make matcha, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you need this and this and this, and it needs to be this condition. It needs to be like this. At the end of the day, like that's all great mm-hmm. and fine, but you can really just do it however it works. Mm-hmm. You can chuck it. Daniel puts it in a water bottle all the time, like an old water bottle. He'll no, just put it's, matcha a, it's, in. A, it's like an airtight tumbler. Well, yeah, you do yeah, that yeah. too, but you also. Oh, like, yeah. If I, if I have like a, yeah, like a water bottle from like the convenience store or something. Yeah. You know, I'll drink, I'll drink like half that. of it and then I'll, I'll throw matcha in it and then I'll shake it up. And then just on the go. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is, um, I've learned the hard, the hard way. <laughs> don't shake up hot matcha. Cause I think it's like the cooling gases will cause pressure to build up. In yeah. The and then when you open it, it's like, and, and it'll explode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah actually, all over you. <laughs> I knew that too, actually. Yeah. Didn't know that one. Yep. <laughs> um, well, I like this. I'm going to start drinking matcha now. Dan, you drink it like consistently. Yeah. How have I never had matcha with you? Because I make it at home. You don't <laughs> come over. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been invited. Whatever. No, but we went to London together. Why didn't we have matcha in London? I don't know. I, I Again, I go through phases. Yeah. But like I, It's just like consistency. And I, and I think it's because I haven't been able to find one here that I loved. So Did you have some of now ours? I, it's Problem like, solved. After, no, no. After getting this message being like, oh, matcha company, like, we'd love to get them on your podcast. I'm like, yes. Like, You're like, great. I'm not even learning more. Even I'm if they're like, terrible people, it's fine. I'm learning more. I'm hearing fun stories and new matcha. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, it is, really hard to, it is really hard to find in Canada, I find. Why do you, why it do you was find really it? hard. Yes. Yeah. And, and I found like during like the past couple of years, like sometimes I'm seeing it here and there. But again, it's not always great tasting. Right. So you still haven't had some of our matcha. You're like the matcha connoisseur. I'll have Are you soon. scared to do it like on camera or no, on? I she's just not like, on I'm cameras. not going to sit there and make you whisk again in that cup. <laughs> no, just or take some of his from his Mine's shaker. Done. Uh, shaker scares me. You finished it? I finished mine. Mine's oh, this done. shaker scares um, you. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> so you guys, I think you guys just launched recently, right? In, in May, was it? Yeah, yes. at the end of May. In the end of May. When did you guys start the process of it? Like two years ago. Oh, so the other thing is, is we put a big pause during uh, like, so right when we were about to start branding, covid started well we well let me back up just a little <laughs> bit we moved internationally right from new york to toronto in 2019 and then shortly after that we got pregnant and then like shortly after that yeah. we started our matcha brand and then shortly after that covid started and then shortly after that the convenience store <laughs> yes yeah. which is also still wild too we'll get to what, what time are we even at sorry <laughs> now we're 20 oh so we're still okay we're okay you yeah, know what's so funny? I think a lot of people are really upset when people when a guy says we got pregnant, but I put so much on him. And I was like, "Here, you just take half of it. Feed me whatever I want." I, I didn't do anything. You, you did a lot. You did everything. No, you did a lot. Anything That's I wanted, he I, like I was like late night poutine runs. All I could eat was okay. It's so funny. Before I got pregnant, I was like the healthiest person you've ever met, like ever. 
And then I was I was really ready. I had this book that told you the optimal thing to eat for every week because it was like, oh, you're making your eyeballs at like, you know, 10 weeks. So you should be eating like omega-3 fatty. And I was like, perfect, because this is my jam. And then I got pregnant. All I could eat was bread or cheese, like dry flavored. Or I had this really huge, I like never really liked Subway ever. But when I was pregnant, all I wanted was a big Subway sandwich with a ton of iceberg lettuce, olives, a crap ton of mayo, and an obscene slutty amount of bacon. That's it. No anything else on that Subway sandwich. It's an interesting Subway combo. And then one time, I remember you actually told them I was pregnant and he came back. They put like an illegal amount of bacon on it. Like, you know, because you pay like your 150 for extra bacon, <laughs> whatever. Like they definitely they were up. not allowed they to put. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like same subway place. You went back to like three times. <laughs> my, You're like, uh, why are you doing this to yourself? With my, uh, when I was, when my mom was pregnant with me, I think the food that she was craving was Kit Kats. Really? So my dad, every day on the way home from work would stop at the convenience store <laughs> and buy Kit Kats. Do you like Kit Kats? Yeah, but they're not my favorite. Well, this okay, wait, we actually have some special Kit Kat. Oh, no, do we have them here? We, we dropped them off earlier today. So because we own a convenience store, we like to try and bring in really weird, rare candies, and we just imported from the state some key lime pie Kit Kats and some blueberry muffin Kit Kats, Ooh, which are so good. George would have gone crazy for key lime Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell George. He's, like, so he's the candy guy. <laughs> obviously, you sell your matcha in your own convenience store. I would hope so. Yeah, obviously. And then it's sold online, I'm assuming. And yes. Uh, are we in any other stores other than the convenience store? Uh, we are. What stores? Um, so right yeah. now we're in Cocoa Market. We're in both locations of Auntie's Supply. And we are in um, we're in uh, the Grateful Gift Shop um, in, in, Squamish. in Squamish. And Wine and Egg. In, in Wine and Egg in Los LA. Um, as well as, are we allowed to talk about the other one in LA? We're not, okay, we have a we couple nothing. that are coming up that yeah. we're really excited about. That That's we're not awesome. allowed to talk about, but, That's fair, yeah. um, but pretty big. So we're really but excited. But they're launching soon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like soon has in September, October. Because this will be released in like a week or two weeks. Right. So well, there's, there's two a couple. Weeks. One slated for September 1st. Okay. Uh, so no, there's we, three we slated for September 1st. Yeah. Three, three locations for September 1st. But okay. some are still. Yeah, you're still working you know, on things. Still work, yeah, some still are work still on working things on things. Three are definitely slated. And then that one other one that I'm thinking of is I'm pretty sure it's, it's 100% slated because they have the product, but I feel like we're still not allowed to talk but about yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're also, they were originally launching in August, but they've pushed back to September right. as well. Anyways, blah, blah, Sorry. blah. And it's so fun to talk about stuff you can't talk about, huh? It is. Um, <laughs> what, what's like the, I guess the, the rest of the year look like for you? Is it just more stores? Is it more, I guess, brand awareness, more transitioning people from coffee to matcha like what's what's the, the goal well, I think this we, year we started off originally aiming for direct to consumer and then as we got started we realized that there i think that there is still an education component to it that needs to happen before we can really lean hard into the direct to consumer approach so we started to lean more into retail and kind of uh, emboldened our retailers to and honestly they've been so amazing they've been our biggest supporters and they've been ex as excited as we have been and they've been educating people at for like you know on behalf of us and so I feel like we started kind of leaning in more in that direction it was really interesting to pivot well also so like I said we got started during COVID we held off branding until post dust settling you know what I mean? It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. We were, everything was so uncertain at that point. We we're like, what, what's the future going to look like in five months? Well, you it was know? like the biggest thing for Are me was like, people gonna be spending it was money called coronavirus. Yeah. And then there was that beer brand in Corona. And I was like, what if we do something stupid like that? 
what if like something happens and you know we go brand in a certain way and then it turns out to be like the worst possible direction yeah you know so we just decided to hold off for a minute but if we found that in the direction we ended up taking i felt like was really because of covid like every like postcode not it's not you know what i mean yeah not postcode but like post lockdown settling (laughs) i think that people just kind of looked around and were like wait why the hell isn't life more fun why is everything so boring all the time so i think that that was our biggest goal it's like how can we just bring more fun into this And, and i think that's something that's been really interesting you know like starting a business is that like we had our own creative vision to start but it was really about where that met with the consumer you know like how do these how do these two worlds meet and and what kind of benefit are you providing to the consumer and 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 it's like it's been a an an interesting like process and you know we're constantly having to adapt yeah that's a big way to put it like just adapting all the time i mean yeah so then Blah, blah, blah. We <laughs> impulse purchased a uh, church that we're renovating. And then blah, blah, blah. We impulse purchased a convenience store, essentially. So that's kind of where we're at right now. So we led to, we're running Matcha Dive, launching it, learning to run a convenience store while managing. Oh, so the church didn't have a shower. It only, we have, we had to shower in a baptism it had, tub. It had a bunch of pews. With a hose. And a, and yeah a it was like a proper tub. church i and saw like, some pictures online i was gonna ask you guys this question if you didn't bring it up because i was just so curious and like hearing about like your <laughs> like woodworking skills and everything going on and you guys want a church and like on the middle of nowhere why'd you guys pick paisley ontario we were originally looking king Carden. my family well, country remember she wants to be in no the i didn't want to move I didn't want to be he wanted to be no, in the country. i wanted yeah well, we want to be in the country. I was absolutely, but the thing is, is we were living in the city and then like that weird part of lockdown where you're spending a gajillion dollars in rent and you're like, well, what's the point? We don't actually live in the city. We live in this apartment that's located somewhere. You know, we're not really benefiting. Let's just buy from a church. Living. Yeah. Well, no, that's well, we, we were like, let's just buy. I told him, well, I was like, I'm never going to want to live in the country at any other point in my life. So if you want to move to the country, let's, let's go right now. now. And I like never looked back. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, All right, done. I got a spot. Yeah. You want to see it? She's like, I just said yes. Like 30. Se- How do you have a spot? <laughs> or- I've been waiting. Don't worry. <laughs> He's no. like, yeah. Remember last time you said that? You can't get in trouble with me this time. What about you guys? Are you guys like city, country? I'm city. the definition of a city boy. Okay. Yeah. I will be in the city as long as I can. I'll probably be in New York too if I can as- at some point in my life. Really? Yeah. You're yeah. going to leave me? Do it up. Oh, if I can. You're going to leave me one day, daddy? I need a visa. <laughs> I need to find an American. Yeah, I know. Just find an American to marry. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm a uh, city till I die. Not till I die, but I'm a big city guy. But that's what I said, too. I just like the idea of like walking outside and seeing people. I'm like an extrovert extrovert. I love to be around people. I love meeting new people. I love just like people watching in general. It's so funny. I'm an introvert and I find the same, the same for the same reason I find it comforting. I really hate walking outside and there's nobody there. Yeah. Like it makes me feel so uncomfortable because if there's one person there, that's scary. I, but when there's 30, it's like fine. Yeah. Like my parents live up in Vaughn and they kind of live like, like there's not many houses around them. Like you can, you see people when you go for walks, but yeah. not, not really. But I feel like there's less opportunity out there. Like every morning I wake up downtown, I walk outside my condo. I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen on this walk, but I'm so excited. You never know who you're going to run into. You never know what you're going to see. Like you know, a lot of times it's just like crazy homeless people, but fuck, sometimes <laughs> you're like, yo, I just, you know, one time I went for a walk, I think it was with you or George. And like we witnessed this homeless guy, like and girl throw like a full Tim Hortons coffee at the subway. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? 
<laughs> like full coffee splattered all over the inside of like the bus. Oh, and no. we're like, that's wild. Then one day I'm like, maybe I'm going to see Adam Sandler walking through Yorkville one day. You never Actually, know. Actually, apparently he's in Southern Ontario, so we have more of a yeah. chance of seeing him than you, huh? He's moving around now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Because he was in Yorkville last <laughs> he week. He was in Yorkville. He was in Oakville. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's in Oakville. I know he's making, he's making his way over he's, to us. <laughs> he's, he's making his way around uh, Ontario, at least. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I guess starting to wrap up, what's what's like the next big adventure for you? Obviously, Matcha Dive is like front and foremost. We got the church reno. We have the convenience yeah. store. What's Do you have a next? shower yet? Yes. We moved into we, one of the apartments above the convenience store. We just got laundry after like a year. Yeah, that was great. We smell yeah. really nice now. Well, wait, <laughs> where were you guys doing laundry before? Laundry mat? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But our big, to answer your question, our big plan with the, we were, we were branding the convenience store with this amazing guy. It was actually so funny. We saw the branding for this random coffee roaster in Thornbury and it was so cool and then I looked into the branding and like I've scrolled, I, I really wanted their tables. That's right. I wanted to see where, and you know how sometimes at the beginning when people start doing their Instagrams, they tag everyone who was involved. So I scrolled all the way down and they tagged like their, their branding guy. So I looked at him and then he also branded a place in Collingwood, which was so cool later pizza in Collingwood. And then I saw that he also designed a water bottle. And Daniel and I were like the first two people who bought this water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then he also lived in Toronto, but he's like from the Grey Bruce area. So I was like, we weren't even really planning on branding, but I saw that and I was like, this feels like fate. So I just reached out to him and he's pretty busy, but he ended up. So we're just finishing up branding. We're planning on uh, opening a couple of different locations for the convenience store and then eventually franchising. I never thought owning a convenience store would be so fun. It's so fun. Really? Well, are my, pa- my passion are you are saying that because you own it or foods? you actually believe owning no, a convenience store? No, like she, she loves bringing in like new innovations. You yes. Know, hard they're called innovations. So that's drinks. what like Coca-Cola and Pepsi. So when they have something new, they call them innovations. <clears throat> so we love bringing in what we, what are now called innovations. Yeah. They're just like and specialty items from like the States or something. Specialty items from the States, weird stuff. And it's so interesting. Like we brought in a bunch of river snail noodles, which is got really popular in China during COVID. And I was like, we can bring them in because they look really cool. I don't know how many people are going to buy them. Sold out immediately. Yeah. They're so adventurous with their, with their taste. Buds so wait, yeah. your convenience store is like a hot spot. Like people go there and like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's like, you see, uh, there's all these like, I guess, innovative snacks shops opening yep. up everywhere now like there's yeah. one just outside my condo it's called uh i don't know dank mart or something i think it's like geared towards trap like mart? stoner trap mart yes there, there's a dank mart too there's a dank <laughs> mart. i know it's, i feel like it's like geared towards like stoners it's all like specialty candies and stuff uh but is that like what you guys are trying to do or do you like still sell like milk and shit too so it's really interesting we were talking about extrapolating like how would you take that business model and then bring it to all these different markets how would it work so we talked about kind of breaking everything down and then doing like um what is it called like this was all madison's idea actually i'm really proud of her for like coming up with these because like usually i think she's more the creative and i'm more the business um minded but she came up with like this great system for you know uh what, what did you call them the different like like kind of a modular system for your convenience store saying you could have the snack section and what were you calling them so yeah i think there were like different modules so like let's say that we have our location which has a lot of like fishers so you would have your fishing core potentially fishing extended outdoor section outdoor 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 core outdoor extended um candy core and then like let's say that uh you know, you're in kind of like downtown King Street. 
obviously none of the fishing stuff, none of the camping stuff, but you would have like candy extended, obviously, and then candy innovations, candy. I think we're also calling it candy or like the makers section. So we're having, we have a lot of small makers. Sorry, so this is probably like the boring part, but basically okay. like we're, so we're modular curious, so. so that wherever your location is, you can really like Lego build what the, your, what your, so it's called Soggy Stop and Shop. Okay. Soggy is the mythical creature who lives in the Soggy River. Um, so I didn't know that. Now you know. <laughs> yeah, and you, you asked earlier why this, like, you know, this place, but this place is beautiful. It's charming. It's like a hidden gem. Yeah. There's wow. two rivers that converge in our churches right there on the river. Which, to bring it full <laughs> you circle. You love your church. You love the country. You're so happy. <laughs> to bring it full circle. I feel circle, like he's the like, type of guy that wakes up in the morning, like, grabs the baby, or not baby anymore, but, like, the, the toddler sits out there with a book and just reads. I wish. That, yeah. that would be, like, my dream. And our dog, too. Oh, Sitting out there staring at the river, like, oh, this is so calming. That's what you would love to do. What actually happens is we wake up, um, we lay on our sides while he, like, we spoon him while we put on Moana, which is his favorite right now. <laughs> And try and catch like 45 more minutes of sleep. Sorry, was I not supposed to admit that? No, it's <laughs> fine. That's what, it's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have to be realistic. <laughs> but now he's in daycare, so we have to like drag ourselves up and cook for him before we like just shove him at like daycare while we work for six hours. Ten hours. Ten hours. Yeah, I guess it is like 10 hours. Mm-hmm. How do we get such so little done in 10 hours? I feel the same way. Some days, like my, I look at my to-do list, I'm like, I got so much done, and I literally didn't scratch a single thing off my to-do yeah. list. Yeah. What What is that? Oh my god! Never-ending work. Yeah, literally. It's just, like you're but always then pushing, vacation right? times, right? Oh, yeah. Do you guys have you guys taken a vacation recently? Have, I actually can't remember. Have we? Uh, we well, we've traveled for work, and we've kind of like tried to enjoy <laughs> that, but like since. So our honeymoon was our last our like, proper vacation. So that was, what, 20... 2020. 20, 2019. 2019. 2020? No, the baby was 2020. Yeah, the baby was 2020. When I was, was like 2017. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was like December of 2018. And then we were supposed okay, to go guys, to Okay, guys, your timelines are wrong because you met in 2014. <laughs> you got married two years later. So yeah. something's not adding no, up. we got here. married in 2017. 17. So I was right the first time. Yeah. Okay. I've been, I've been, January. I've been Unlike us. I'm like, I don't know. Wait, was that One the courthouse wedding? Or like was that trivia the courthouse all over your <laughs> life right now. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's like all full of matcha trivia and Madison and Daniel trivia. But I was going to say earlier to bring it full circle. The, the one, one thing we loved about the town is that it like these two rivers converged. And we were like, that's us. Like we're the two rivers who converge. And like, that's why we live in Paisley. I love that. And, and then it, actually, though, no, here's a really weird fact. Okay, so we bought the church. So we, we kind of like, we were looking in King Carden for a house. They were all crazy expensive. The church was like... This was during like the Toronto real estate boom, right? Right. During the pandemic. And then the church was like nothing comparatively. It wasn't like, it was like 200,000. So it's not, not like nothing. But compared to everything else, it was like... We well, got a whole church free. for the price of like a third of a studio Parking condo. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly. So we were like, okay, and, whatever. And we I don't want care. a project, but we couldn't pass that up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So and you feel you must feel safe. Are you guys Christian at all? No, no. But you know what? The, so the congregation is has has moved to a different church. So I think that like I am spiritual. So I do think that they're like they brought it with them to the next church. Even if they didn't, at least you feel good knowing that like you're not <laughs> like like a devil worshiping place or a former devil. No, worshiping but I expected place. there to be kind of like a. As long as just no one shows up to your house at like. 9 a.m. on a Sunday knocking on the door. Hey, Father, can you help me out here? Like, as long as you don't get one of those. 
we actually do get some people they're like this is my old church and they're kind of like imply that they want to like come in and like look around (laughs) (laughs) you haven't gotten that yet no no you you haven't told me either (laughs) (laughs) no we had a guy call the other day remember he called and he was like he wanted to tell us all about the church and he wanted to like look around but anyways so the day that we closed on no we the day the day that we put the offer in on the church was the day that Saturn and Jupiter converged in the sky. Not, this is not on purpose. Just <laughs> happened, <laughs> just happened to be. And then because, okay. So the other thing is, is Daniel had watched a masterclass with Kelly Wurstler and she talked about how, when you design a space, it's great to have a story. So Daniel came up with the story of like the two rivers and him and I converging us being total opposites converging. And the, the theme of the church would be duality, like the balance of us. So, the day that we put the offer in on the church was the day that Saturn and Jupiter converged in the sky. And it turns out that Saturn and Jupiter represent our horoscope signs. So like, I just this think that's a pretty such crazy a, story. Okay. Look up like, which one is that? I keep forgetting what's like, who's, which one's Saturn Sat- is Capricorn and that's I'm me. Sagittarius. And we're also considered like astrologically opposites. We're not supposed to be a, a good match <laughs> at all. No. Do you guys believe in horoscopes? I absolutely do. I have like a running what theory on it. What do you think it. I am? Wait, well, uh, no, 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 no. You're an extroverted sign. Uh, okay, here's another thing. I, fe- I feel like good. I'm only, uh, no, I feel like I'm I gave only you guys really a good hint at earlier. I gave you guys a, a hint oh, earlier. Oh, your birthday's like coming up. <laughs> uh, Cut off? So September, August, September, September is. I feel like I'm only good at getting. Virgo? Yeah. You got yeah, it. You eh? guess by date. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, people say I'm not actually Virgo. Virgo. I think I'm a people say I'm a Scorpio. That okay. makes sense. My dad, my mom, and my brother are Scorpios, and I'm identical to my mom. Mm-hmm. But my me and my dad are both Virgos, and my brother's identical to my dad. What's your moon sign? Oh fuck, fine. No. Is it a Scorpio? Because I could. Uh, I have no idea. No, I'm not. Some girl did it once. She told me all my <laughs> signs, and I, I, I like the idea of people believing in things. I don't believe in horoscopes, but I believe in. A dude that might have been made up two thousand years ago. So yeah, <laughs> who might have tell people to not believe in the stars and the moon when those are actual things that you can see? And I believe in a dude that you know f- rose up from the dead and flew yeah. into heaven. So I uh, I like I, I had a conversation with this. Although I don't believe in horoscopes, I love the idea of believing in something. Yeah, what's it to, what's it to believe in something? As long as you don't believe in anything bad, like Satanism. Okay, yeah, then I don't I don't agree with that. But if yeah. you believe in like you're a good person because you were born on this day and the stars and the moon aligned on this day. I'm all for it. <laughs> I just don't believe in it, but um, I don't hate on people that do. I, I like that. I've noticed that like some people tend to hate, like really hate when someone like, pa- like has a passing belief in astrology. I like, like I, I think it's funny. Like I think it's funny and I like, I enjoy poking fun at it. Yeah. Poking, um, no, poking fun is fun, but some people get like really upset about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I think again, <laughs> you, you love horoscopes and you believe in it and that's your, your, what's it to me? I, I don't has, know if I believe in It has in no like, negative effect on my life yeah, at all. I, it's yeah. not like you're treating me differently because I'm a Virgo instead of a Capricorn or something. No, That's you treat true. you treat people as right. based on how they treat you That's and, how, the, and how you I, I are. I treat horse Scorpios really poorly. Oh, do you? No, I, no, I was going to say, okay, <laughs> fine, then I got a problem. Uh, no, but that's it, right? Like, I believe in something just like everybody believes in something. Yeah, yeah. except for Ricky likes to mess around with girls sometimes when it comes to astrology. Oh, yeah. I told this story on the podcast once. They, someone asked me once, like, what's your sign? And I'm like, oh, I'm, um, 
I'm a Sagittarius. I'm like, oh, you're Sagittarius. I was like, no, I'm actually a Scorpio. I was like, oh, you're totally a Scorpio. That's what Scorpios would do. I'm like, I'm actually a fucking Virgo. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've uh, and shockingly, so many dates I've been on, women always ask. It's like probably the most. It's probably the biggest question I get. I I like asking a lot of questions on dates. I just think it's the best way to get to know somebody. Yeah. And if you're taking the time out of your, let's say Friday night to hang out with me for three or four hours i want to get the most out of my time with you i want right. to get i want to know the most i can get out of these three or four hours so i will ask a million questions like if you thought i asked a lot of questions on this on a date i'm just like almost rapid fire some dates women don't even ask me back and i'm like okay you're gonna have something back but whatever i'll just keep asking because i don't care i, I want to get to meet these people and the one question that gets asked on almost every single date is what's your sign and you know what the male equivalent of that is, right? The one, the, wait, wait, the, the one that girls are, that girls always get asked. What? Wait, let me. We're gonna guess. We're gonna okay. guess. You can guess too. I mean, you can guess. The, uh, the girl. Okay. Um. I don't know. What's one place you'd love to travel to? That's a, that's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? It's it's what's your Myers Briggs type? What? 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 Who brings that up? What? What? <laughs> I've never heard that what? either. <laughs> what? Are, I'm actually shocked. You don't get asked that by guys all the time? What's your what? Myers-Briggs I don't type. even know what that is. <laughs> I don't even know what that is either. <laughs> you know what that is, right? That's how long you've is, been in a relationship I, I, for. Like, I find that it's... <laughs> yeah, I know, maybe I'm dating. Like yeah. That. It's been so long since you've been on a first date where it's like... I. Okay, actually, let, let me let me age myself. I remember when I... When I uh, sure, how old are you? You're probably like my age, no? Wait, uh, wait, guess, guess, because they're yeah. pretty. They're pretty well, Asian different. people are very tough to guess, right? I'm gonna. All right, wait. Give me your age difference. Ten years. You guys are ten years <laughs> apart. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was five years older. I, I thought he was five years younger. She thought five years younger. Well, so. no, there we go. We thought we were the same oh, age. We have to still have to guess. The... So wait, you're older than him? No, no, he's older oh, than me. I was gonna say yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess. You're, t uh, well, let's do some math, actually. But I also have, you guys, like, a toddler, you know, like... Well, the toddler doesn't change anything. <laughs> so, 2014, you were in New York living by yourself when you met him. So, you were probably Again, around... And they were also models? Yeah. So, I'm going to say you were born in 95, and okay. I'm going to say you were born in 85. That's pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. At 92. In 83. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how See, Asian people, you can't fucking tell. No, everyone. Well, I would have guessed he was literally he was like, like thirty. Yeah, I know. Literally he's thirty nine. Before we had You're John, almost 40. before we had John, people always thought I was in my twenties or like you know teens or something. But uh, <laughs> after, you could literally still pass for like, like twenty five. <laughs> like Asian people are just crazy. It's just like yeah, they, you can just lie. Don't age. Can't lie. It's like Pharrell. You know the, the joke about Pharrell? There's oh, a yeah, vampire because yeah. he's like fucking 50 or something now and Keanu 50? Reeves Keanu well. Reeves too same thing but Keanu Reeves you see he's like yeah he's got like smart laugh yeah lines. he's he's like aging a bit yeah. for all like just doesn't age also did you hear okay I had never watched Hannah Montana did you mm -hmm. you know like the age of the brother in the show he was I think 30 like something 30s, when he was he looked filming. like he was 12 yeah when he was it's filming he was scary. in his 30s because he's like I'm pretty sure in his like 40s 50s now and he still kind of looks like he's like 12 yeah <laughs> like he hasn't changed <laughs> yeah, the I brother I don't watch Adam Montana. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Sorry. Um, but I was that I was gonna date myself when I was like single and living in New York. I would go to bars, and when I was living in Europe, I would, I would, uh, I would tell Americans that I bet I could guess the capital of their state, and I had memorized all of them as like a Canadian, and I always got free Wait, drinks that way. You memorized the capital of states? Yes. 
so I can get free great with our trivia games. I know, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I know the capital of everything. She knows a lot of random trivia. It's very useless. Uh, Lincoln's in Nebraska. The capital of Nebraska is Lincoln. And I know that because I don't know any other Nebraskan city, so it has to be Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a stump right now? Um, let's go Washington to- State. Oh, um, I have it like on the tip of my tongue. I was just about to say, I haven't had to use this trick in a really long time. So I. Dan, you got Washington? It's on the tip of my tongue. Sh- no, that's Wyoming. Cheyenne is in Wyoming. Oh, I didn't even know that. Danny, Washington State. Wait, Stop. I don't How even know. How many letters it. do you need to type? I was typing something else. <laughs> Olympia. That's true, yes. <laughs> That's true, like she didn't just Google it. I know, I was going to say, I was like, I was very confident about it, but I, the other way, anyways. But yeah, I memorized that, and then I also, when I was in bars, if I wanted, like, my friend and I, we found out that if you want guys to, like, pay attention to you, you just kind of, like, sit at the bar, and you go, like, you know what? It's so funny, no matter how many times anyone's ever explained it to me, I still don't really understand how stocks work oh yeah especially and now, in new york now new york. You, now you do that with then you did it with bitcoin and then you say that with nfts and that's how you get guys to talk to you what's, what's the <laughs> male equivalent for females like what could i say at a bar alone oh, i still don't know, understand why everybody what? likes kylie jenner like no you would sit there and you would go like you know what i feel like i i really want someone to help me like or like what is, what do you think is really appealing about fleabag about what <laughs> about what fleabag what's fleabag okay so sorry no 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 okay fleabag is one of those tv shows if you tell a woman about this show she'll either say yes that is one of the top three tv shows i've ever seen in my life and it's changed me as a person and as a woman or they say i've never heard of it no middle ground oh it's uh the, the british comedy series i've heard of it but i've never watched it don't but also do Okay. But yeah, if you want to, if you want women to talk, you just like go, just go like you know. I really, I really want someone to explain to me like how fleabag. Okay, but I feel like there's a TikTok ideas. That's what I'm like. (laughs) What can I say? Like I'm gonna say that on TikTok. You got that show written down? Yeah. You should watch. You know what? If you're not, if you don't like the first five minutes of it, you're not gonna like the rest of it. So it's great. It's easy. You just pop it it on. Comparable to nothing (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was originally written as a one. It was originally written as a one woman play. And you can really see that in it. It's about like a woman and it's just about her living. And I feel like a lot of people, when they make f- media about women, it's very from oh, a I male perspective. Got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so really good. So this would be very easy to tell because my social, my TikTok following is 90% women. I'm yep. going to make a TikTok about this and we're going to find out right away. Do it. I dare you. I'm going to, what what's the line? Oh, what is it? Um, I really don't understand why women really love the show. No, that's because I would be pissed off if I heard someone say, I'd be like, fuck that guy. Okay. So what what was your question? Why is everyone talking about Fleabag? No, I'd be like, I really want someone to kind of like, I wonder how, I wonder how it would feel to watch Fleabag as a woman. (laughs) If someone, I'd be like, I'll tell you exactly how it was like. It's one of those like triggering things where it's like, it happens. But not in a negative way. No, no, in a positive way. Like I really want to tell you. Those are TikToks that go viral, right? When you get something like that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay. I had like two TikToks go viral and for like a long time ago and I have like 35,000 followers and I like never updated it. Like I, that was it. Not even for the brand though? For Matcha? I'd like, the other thing is, is I think, like I was telling you guys earlier, 
people explain to you how little time you have after you have a kid yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, totally, totally. And then you have a kid and you're like, someone should have physically picked me up and shaken me and said like, no, seriously, you'll have like no time. It's like, you really don't understand it until you do it. And we've had friends the yeah. other way. We explain to them gently. We're like, you won't have any time. And then they come back to us and they're like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you mean though. It's like, it's who wants to do social media when you have a million other things going? I'd love to, but it also feels like, it also feels gratuitous sometimes, doesn't it? Uh, yes and no. I feel like it, it all depends on what you're doing with it. Like I don't it, think it is gratuitous. I'm saying it almost feels that way when you have like so many things backed up, all this admin stuff and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go make my silly little TikTok. It feels almost like extra. Yes and no, but again, it depends on what, why you're doing it, right? Like if you're doing it to promote your band, your right. business, like whatever, then it's it's part of work. It's like some people hire people to do it and pay money. Just some people hire people to do admin work mm -hmm. yeah so I See, guess that's a smart way to think about it I, I guess yeah and like some people you can really help other people with your social media and all that right yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i think i should make something though because this is cool and i feel like it'd be a very colorful not very colorful but a very vibrant page yeah i know we're 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 having in the works right now the the apartment we're living in is pretty interesting i remember the outdated outdated um yeah. so it almost feels it, it's like it's like the the kitchen light is a fluorescent light um, i know that feeling so it's hard to kind of create content in this I space feel, yeah I, I i know exactly that's why I, we have these two beautiful lights and all of our eight lights in here are nice like smart white lights because you just turn it on and then it's everything's ready you don't have to we don't come in here enough to create content though <laughs> we have this and then it's like even sometimes we forget to like get the snippets and stuff that's why we, me and danny have a work night tonight and on that note, what what are we at? We've got... 156. Holy crap. Two yeah. hours. Anyways, I think it's a good point. To, oh, <laughs> that's the best part about this. We have no time limit. We, could, we usually say, yeah, we're usually an hour, but sometimes we go two. Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> well, because there's two of us. That's why. Well, yeah. And it's like, again, we did a taste testing. Think about how long ago we talked about traveling and, how, and the story of how you guys met. Like That was probably like a 40-minute story. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, that's it. Um, I guess before we wrap up, if people want to find out more about you guys individually, your brand, where can they go? How can they find you guys? I met Matt. I met my maiden name, Madison Lays on Instagram. L-E-Y-E-S. It's Perfect. like eyes with an L in front of it. And then. Yeah. Mine is Daniel Riley. It's my first name and my dog's name. <laughs> okay. I like that. Riley spelled R-Y-L-E-I-G-H. We have okay. an Instagram that Daniel actually keeps, uh, keeps up for our church renovation called the Two Rivers Church. Nice. I want to follow that right away. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this. Um, we have Matcha Dive, uh, obviously, on Instagram. You have Matcha Dive? Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. It's very rare, actually, because I feel like matcha is a popular word, obviously. Well, I guess we just picked, like, the most... Like, coffee dive, like, I feel like I'm, that's probably yeah, taken. Yeah, coffee dive's probably taken. Well, that's good, though. I like that. No dots or anything. Yeah. <laughs> George, George would literally say the same thing. It's, like, very rare do you get, like, a... Like, a short form word like that. Well, Daniel's yeah. also a perfectionist. I don't know if I mentioned this quite a few times, and I think like he that probably looked. He probably had another name like line. Was like, oh, we can't get the Instagram. We had, we had to get a name where we could get the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a big part of it for him. I think a hundred percent. And then we also have Soggy Stop and Shop. Yes, yeah, so we have Soggy, soggy stop, stop and Shop. On soggy Instagram. Stop on Instagram. But uh, we are still waiting on our rebrand, so everything's a little bit paused there. But if you are ever driving through, especially up to Tobermory, Paisley is a great stop on the way to Tobermory. 
My I I wish we I really did want to go to Tobermory. My little cousin just spent a weekend in Tobermory, and she didn't come to Soggy Stop he and shop for the Robin. Uh, he didn't, he did, sir. Actually, I don't know. He might have. He might have. I'm we do get hide. a lot of people come through, and they're usually pretty surprised. They're like, "This is here. You have this in here." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, we do. Absolutely, we do." <laughs> Anyways, guys, on that note, it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed this one. I I love that I learned something new. To actually, I learned a lot of new things today. And I'm going to transition over to matcha for you guys. Well, not for you guys, for yeah, me, we, we have like for a one-week challenge going. I challenge you to try it just for a week. Switch over from coffee. You can you and, can keep your coffee. And there are matcha cocktails one. as well. Yeah. That you can make if you, if you like drinking. Love drinking. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I'm like, I don't normally drink like espresso martinis, which I feel like is like the common coffee alcohol yeah. or like Baileys and coffee. But I will have some matcha vodka drinks <laughs> just for you guys. And I'm going to bring this because it's a little travel pack. I'm going to bring this with me to Thunder Bay. And I'm not going to have any espressos all weekend. But one of my best friends is getting married this weekend. So I'm going to Thunder Bay. And I'm going to bring it. And then I'm going to bring it with us to Europe. You are you so committed. I love that. Like I am committed. Wow. Actually, you know what? That's another one. That when you're at the bar and you go like, you know what? You know what? Matcha is really... Switching over to matcha is really actually made me feel great. Like, that's another one you can get to attract the I'm ladies. I'm going to try that one, too. <laughs> what was the first one that Hazley pays? Honestly, no, Hazley. you should do that. Go to a bar. Just t- start talking about matcha. You can start... To see I, yourself. Did you ever the- try matcha dive? <laughs> yeah, have you ever tried matcha? Oh, my God. The best new brand. <laughs> I, I feel like... I'm, Promoting their business. Talking to a girl. This is like full circle. Wait, is, is matcha more of a ma- male or a female thing? Female thing. Well, like, I so that's another say, thing. Where actually, yeah. I feel like I know a lot of girls that drink matcha. Because I always see like green... I'm assuming green caffeinated drinks are matcha. We're trying really hard to kind of bring it... Like, it, it really honestly is for everybody. Gender you know, neutral. so we're it, we're trying to bring it to a space like that's more gender neutral and also like more racially inclusive. I find that primarily like a lot of advertising is very um, like focused in one direction. So, you know, I, like, ironically, since it originated from Japan. So sorry, uh, I'm not following. Like, you mean like they're it's advertising catered towards white people or white women? Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and uh, it's it's it oh. feels like a lot of. The that States is odd because it's obviously feels like it's, very exclusive. It's big in Asia. Yeah, wow, which I know, I know is so funny. Um, but the goal for us is to just bring it to. I think that was actually one of the campaigns we wanted to run eventually in the future was like matcha is for everybody, like literally. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's if it's really like if it's like coffee, it's yeah, really exactly. for everybody. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, we believe it. It helps you and it makes you feel better. And we just want to share that. You know? Yeah. Well, we could talk about matcha forever. I feel I like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that like for you guys. Anyways, uh, again, people want to find out more about Matcha Dive. It's ma- at Matcha Dive. Website is... MachaDive.com. Boom, boom, boom. Obviously had to get that. All right, guys, again, this was a blast. Thank you so much for coming on and teaching me about matcha. Thank you so much and for And I love us, hearing guys. your story, Thank too. Thank you so much. I'm going to meet my future wife on the subway. That's why, that's why I'm single. You're, you're going I haven't, to. I haven't been on the subway recently. Yeah, we're going to see like a news report. Like, man stalks women on subway. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and that's really where we wrap it up. <laughs> guys, you made it to the end of it. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Give them a follow. Give Matcha Dive a follow. Buy some online at or the stores that we mentioned earlier. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. You like to drink and to smoke and take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. I got alone with no one thing. Good night.